0: And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. We are back. Episode 14 of the podcast. Nick McVicker joined in studio by, well, the whole team for the first time in a long time. We're all back. So, Kyle Irfan, welcome back, boys. you ready for this one? Let's do it. Always. we got a very special episode. Yes, I know we still have to talk NBA playoffs, and we still have to do the free agency there. We'll get to that, I promise. It's not going anywhere. We have a long summer ahead of us that we don't want to just talk baseball, so we're trying to spread stuff out. Uh, (laughs) um, But this week when we were at work, uh, TJ, Kyle's younger brother, Proposed a very interesting question to me, and I thought it would be a phenomenal episode, so we're going to run off of that question, and that question was very, very simple, and also completely loaded at the same time. Absolutely. Who is the greatest athlete of all time? I, Yeah, you uh, got to think about it. Well, <laughs> at work when TJ came up to me, he just he just asked that, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> that, that is a loaded question. I need more information. Do you mean the greatest pure athlete of all time? Mm-hmm. Or do you mean the greatest athlete in their sport yeah. of all time? Because that that those are two very different questions. True, right? Pure athlete is how they're built, how they're able to compete in multiple sports. Mm-hmm. That would be a pure athlete in my mind. Mm-hmm. But the most dominant athlete within their sport, that's very, very different because each sport is tailored to a specific type of athlete. Mm-hmm. You don't want a... Six eight, absolute behemoth of a man playing hockey. Yeah. It's it's not going to work, right? Well, look at Giannis. Those videos of Giannis trying
1: to hit a baseball. Yeah, it, it doesn't tee, work. It just looks awkward as all hell. Right? Like, but
0: he's a phenomenal basketball player, mm-hmm. and he's almost built for the modern game. Mm-hmm. Right? But you're not going to get him playing multiple sports. So that's why I, I I proposed the question back to him, and I said, "Which? What do you mean? Yeah." And. We went back and forth for I'm not gonna lie about 45 minutes at work. I think <laughs> no that problem. conversation continued on. Realistically, we should have been doing work, but that just that most of us. The thing was, we were having this conversation, and most of us were still like entering orders and stuff. It was just, it wasn't. It was. It's been a quiet week. Let's be honest right. at work. It's True. not like we had a whole lot to do anyway. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a good conversation, and the weird thing was is that no matter who you asked at work, it was almost always a different answer. Yep. Like you and me definitely had different answers when it was the pure, best pure athlete. Mm-hmm. TJ said the best pure athlete ever was Muhammad Ali, which is an interesting pr- uh, proposition, considering he actually did lose five times. But was he? The, he yeah, might have been the but, most dominant. But all th- all those times were after he was eight, after the age of what thirty eight. No, I know, and that's the thing. Like that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like it, it's one of those questions. Like yes, he lost five times, but is he the most dominant boxer of all time? Maybe it's it's yeah. very very mm-hmm. possible. But I was just using that as an example. Yeah. Um, we had one person say the greatest football player of all time was Tom Brady. No. Yeah. and we all called him an idiot. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say if you're talking about all-around athlete, yeah. you can't say that. But no, he's not. If we're talking about all-around,
0: if we're talking just QB, well, I mean,
1: uh, even then, if you're talking about accolades, you're talking
0: about what he's brought to the sport and how he's done it. Yeah, you, you know, could you I could definitely put that. him up there for sure. But, but but here's here's my point against that is yeah. that was he the most dominant quarterback? during his time of play. Yes. Was he? Drew Brees so. has more passing yards, Peyton Manning. Yeah, but Drew, but I'm saying like you're, I'm talking like most dominant. Like far and away most dominant. Like 1920s Babe Ruth was the most dominant player in baseball.
1: Yeah, I I get That, I, that, that if that's you're, more. We're going to compare that. Yeah, but I would also say that with what he brought to the game and how he did it. Oh yeah.
0: I'm not saying, he, I'm not, I'm just, I'm playing yeah, devil. No,
1: no, no, of course, of course. And it's like one of those, well, you yeah, had Drew Brees, you yeah, had Peyton Manning. Drew Brees hasn't really done anything. Sure, he racks up yards in regular season stuff. He's also been on a couple of trash teams, too. Of course. <laughs> but he hasn't, done, he hasn't done anything. That's fair. The only other person I would put up there with Brady would have been Peyton Manning at his time. Yeah. Because him and him and Peyton went back and forth, back and forth. And it was phenomenal. And you could you could probably argue that. Either one of those was the more dominant player at that time. Absolutely. You could go back and forth. Yeah. And so that's,
0: that, that was that was yeah. why I was asking the question. But let's let's sort of focus this in. We're gonna answer both of the questions. Mm-hmm. We're gonna answer the most pure. The sorry, the most pure athlete to ever play, and then well, in, we're gonna in, we're in gonna general gonna do last. In we're gonna general do last. Yeah. But we're gonna start by going through sports. Yeah. And yeah. why don't we start with where we always <laughs> tend to start on this show? Let's yeah. start with hockey. And I mean. We'll each go one by one, but I think we're pretty much in agreement on this one, just because it is hockey. Gretzky, Gretzky. Yeah, I I can can we argue that? Like, I I uh,
2: mean, the, the uh, person on the <laughs> list I had was Gordy Howe, Mister Hockey. He's the only. one. I mean, one that, that was I the only can. one I'd probably put up there. Uh, in terms of what he did for the sport, yeah. And how like as a kid, I remember you know getting a goal, getting an assist, and getting a scrap. Mm-hmm. I mean, Gordy Gordie Howe, Howe. How. exactly. Before I heard about yeah. Gretzky, because I couldn't score for shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, like. I think in the grand scheme of hockey, it comes down to those two, and it's sad. Like I, I love Bobby Orr. He was the best defenseman to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, can either of you argue that, Steve? No, no, no. He was the best defenseman to ever play the game. If he was healthy, he would have been way higher up on the list. But. Absolutely, but I still think he's third, mm-hmm. uh, and
1: by a wide margin. Honestly, I'm. I'm gonna, as you said, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Before I would put Ovechkin up there now. I put him top 5. Yeah, I I would put him up in the, at least consideration mm-hmm. purely because he's the pro I would probably say the greatest goal scorer we've I seen cuz yes. I like Gretzky has more goals and stuff, but I don't think in his time it was the same type of quality of I guess quality of goal but, I don't know if it's No, I, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's
0: what TJ was arguing. Like it was
1: game. it was those games where you could have a blow of 10-1. You yeah. don't see that in today's game. No, no. You, you, you do. It's just no, but it's, the, that is the rare occurrence. But even of the then, season. like the biggest blowout usually is like five, five. or six, one. Yeah, maybe. absolutely. Like absolutely. five, six, nothing, whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. And yet he's still putting up 60 goals a year. I agree. Right. So yeah, it was absolutely. one of those. And I think that's where we get lost in Gretzky has a thousand more points, the next person, or a, th- a thousand. If, you, if we took away all of Gretzky's goals. He still have the most points, yeah, by far. Right, which is ridiculous, <laughs> and which is stupid <laughs> if you think about it. Yeah. But, and I, I think that's where Ovechkin starts to creep up into consideration because he started out when he was younger it was a seventy point guy with sixty goals. Yeah, right? and now he's developed into a ninety point guy or a hundred point guy with sixty, 60 goals. goals. Right, he's added, so
0: he's added twenty to thirty points, pretty much. Exactly. Right?
1: So, and I think that's where he definitely can get some consideration. I'm not saying he's above Gretzky because he's not at this point. No, no. but a pure goal scorer, a pure yeah. goal scorer, absolutely. Oh, right?
0: he, he is the best pure goal scorer yeah. to ever play the game of hockey, in my opinion. So, who's who's the actual better athlete, though? That's the thing. I uh, the the question is who's the most <laughs> dominant athlete in no. this sport, and I still have to say Gretzky Kay. because what he was able to do with the puck on his stick, mm-hmm. either. Scoring or passing was phenomenal. Yeah. Do I think he's a better athlete than Ovechkin? Absolutely not. Yeah. I think Ovechkin is a beast of a human being. Yeah. When he wants to, dec- when he decides to actually go, he can fly yeah. and he forces his way into the corners. Oh, absolutely. But the most dominant athlete in the sport of hockey has to be Gretzky.
1: Like, it, uh, again, I'm going to play it again, but. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Everybody knows where Ovechkin's going to be.
1: Yes. Everybody knows where he's shooting from. Still can't stop him. I agree. That's, that's what I'm to, saying. He's the most pure yeah. goal scorer. No, but, but like to me, that's dominating. If, yes. you, if you know exactly where he's going to be, every time, and he still gets a shot off and still beats the goalie, yeah. the goalie could cheat and literally play him, and yeah. he'd still probably score half the time. Probably, yeah.
0: Which, to me, is dom- dominant, right? I, like, no, that's I'm not saying he's not dominant. Yeah. And in the, today's generation, he is dominant. Mm-hmm. And here here was a question that I actually posed to, I think it was my dad. I can't remember if it was mm-hmm. my dad or TJ. No. But we were talking about this, and I'm like, the only way someone unseeds Gretzky as the most dominant hockey player of all time is if someone goes on a run of 10 to 12 straight years where they put up 120 to 150 points.
2: It's not happening in it's this It's not. It's, it's tough. not. You might get two or three but that's seasons like that. What I'm saying, like that. You,
0: have to, what I'm saying you, you would have to put 20 to 30 points more than every other player in the NHL every no. single year for 10 to 12 years to be considered that dominant. No. Like Gretzky blew everyone out of the water. Yeah. Like it was unbelievable. So
2: here's a question. Do you think if Gretzky played in our time like now, he'd still get
0: No. No. He again- wouldn't no, he wouldn't put up that many points because the goaltending is a better and the equipment's different and it's a totally different game. He m- he might still excel and put up 100 points a year, but I don't think he would put up 200 like he used to. In in
1: today's world, I don't think he would be as nearly as dominant. No, I don't I don't think he'd be top 5 in today's game to be honest. Pure, purely because of the way he played Yeah You can't play like that anymore You you can't that's play tr- run and gun No that's true Right If you play run and gun You're losing a game 7-6 Right Like the Leafs Yeah But but like it's one of those <laughs> No t- I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not but, even being funny that's, no, It's a true statement It's true yeah. and, and that's it's like sometimes You don't score those in run and gun games And you get blown out of the water 6-1 Because you just can't put the puck in the net
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just and a bad
1: bounce day Gretzky like going skating, going around the net. He would get clobbered compared to what absolutely. he did back then.
0: Oh, absolutely!
1: Like if he if he played in early like night, like sorry, late '90s, early 2000s, Gretzky probably been out of the league in five years, because <laughs> Scott Stevens would have lined him up. And good night, well, he, he did play. Sorry. <laughs> but he didn't. He didn't play in like uh, yeah, when okay. that was. Sorry, that like was his prime. That sorry. was his end of the years, yeah, and he was. He was playing a totally. He was he playing, was a, totally prime, he was playing a totally different game. He was playing more like a Yarmar Yager, like Forty year old hockey. Okay, fair I'm enough. gonna stand here and
2: give me the puck. Yeah, that's yeah. No, but I, I think I if that. you toss a Vetchkin back in those days, he's scoring goals regardless. Oh, yeah. well, Vetchkin
1: yeah. probably would have scored hundred goals. Yeah, with his shot in that year. Good night, like good
0: night, Jim Kite.
1: Like, the goalies have been, oh, where'd the puck go? Oh, it's behind me. Oh, okay, I didn't even see it. Yeah, no, I I, I agree, and I just... Obviously, we're, like, completely guessing, because you can't tell how a player would be. No. Also, with, like, today's, like, nutrition and uh, exercise and all kinds of stuff, it's a completely different game. Yeah, and, and we don't yeah. know,
0: because if Gretzky was given the same build up as Ovechkin has with, like, yeah. nutrition and training and all oh, this stuff. Oh, Gretzky could have been, been, totally been a behemoth. Who Ove, knows? Ovechkin like, could be a skinny yeah. twig back then. Like, <laughs> yeah. we don't know. Well,
1: th- I'm just I'm saying. Just I am going to say, back then, who knows if he, if he would have even came to the NHL. Because, like, yeah, exactly. Russians back then didn't yeah. come over. No, he
0: would have ended up going to Edmonton like all the other Russians and played with Gretzky. True. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I,
1: could you imagine that duo? Oh. <laughs> Gretzky down the middle and Ovi on the wing. Oh, jeez. Who's playing on the right side to get all those extra points? Messier. <laughs> That's
3: true.
2: That's Yari Curry out there <laughs> Yari, doesn't
1: Yari, matter. Kurt doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> Either way, <Yikes. laughs> all three of those probably would have been top three in points ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh god,
3: uh, that would
2: have been fun.
0: All right. So now that we've beaten that down, yeah. uh, I, we're all in agreement, though, so that Gretzky is the for most sure, dominant, for sure. right? And
2: even if we don't want to agree to it, but yeah,
0: yeah. The, like you don't, <laughs> want don't want to? Why? <laughs> no, like, like, of course you want to have like a different answer. Yeah, but do. like at a certain point, it's like yeah, it's hard to. I, I but that's why that's it. why I want to have this conversation is that yeah. yes, we we all agree that Gretzky's the greatest, but not every sport is like that. In my opinion, hockey was different because of how dominant Gretzky was. Yes, yeah. We can move on. Which what do we want to go to next? Basketball. That would be controversial. Yeah, we can do that. Let's go basketball. Right. And, uh, you know what, let's let Irfan, let's let you start this time. Because oh. I started last time. You get next.
2: <laughs> Michael Jordan. I can't argue with it. I mean, the closest I can think of is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Magic Johnson or Larry Bird. That's it. I don't think LeBron is the best basketball player of all time.
0: Okay. I, I, I understand
2: that. It's not best, though. We're talking dominant. Oh, well, dominant. well, I still don't think he's Okay. okay.
0: I, I agree with the Jordan claim but i also struggle with the fact that i think lebron might be the most dominant of this generation it was him and kobe kobe wasn't as good of a passer he didn't i don't think he influenced the game as much as lebron does because lebron has that sixth sense when he has the ball in his mm-hmm. hand so i thought he was the most dominant of this generation and because this generation it, i feel like is overflowing with unbelievable talent to say that mm-hmm. should put him in the conversation Yep. I still think Jordan was the most dominant because he could go up against anybody and he figured out a way to do it. And he wasn't six 6'8", like LeBron. Yep. I think he was six six or something, 6'4"? 6'6", six, six, I believe. Right? He wasn't the biggest guy. He yeah. was just a really good basketball player and a really smart basketball player. He could yep. go up against a center and he would use his speed. He could go up against a point guard, he would use his size. Yep. He would go up against a guy his own size and just, Totally dominate with skill, yeah. yeah, right. It was something that we we didn't get a real chance to see, unfortunately. But that is the most dominant, in my opinion. Now, yeah. obviously, you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was an absolute beast. You have Wilt, yeah, who put up, God, the guy put up a hundred points in a game, mm-hmm. right, and averaged I think forty-four one season. Yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But it was a different time, and they were they were freaks. Those guys, Th- like. Oh, absolutely! As as human beings, they were just men amongst boys, yeah. yeah. And
2: they all stood out in their era. They did. I mean, can we look back during LeBron James and say that he stands out clearly alone, or is is Kobe? Because we uh, c- that, that you
1: you honestly you could debate he has yeah. Because no matter what team he's gone to, he's made that team dominant. Yes. Absolutely right. He goes from Cleveland, where he was carrying that team, yeah, goes true. to Miami, yeah. although Dwayne and Chris Bosh were there. He was the main guy, and he was the guy who carried them above. Like, Dwayne Wade already brought a championship to that team before. Yes. But they weren't considered a number one seed the entire time until LeBron got there.
2: Yeah, the clear favorites at that time, yeah.
1: So then LeBron goes to Cleveland, back to, sorry, back to Cleveland. Goes home. Cleveland was a bottom dweller up until then, and then all of a sudden brings them back to the number one seed in the East. Yeah. Purely because of him. Yeah. Right? Although the only thing now is the Lakers this year were completely wrong, but that's because he missed half the year with an injury. Yeah. Right. If he if he's healthy.
0: Hold on, not only he missed half the, like half of that roster was hurt half well, the season. They were playing they were playing a G League team. Ninety percent of the roster is also not good. I understand that. But they were also playing a G League team yeah. because he was hurt, ball was hurt, Kuzma got hurt for part of the season, Brandon Ingram was hurt for part of the season. Yeah. That was that was just a rough year in Lakerland.
1: Oh no, for sure. <laughs> and it was one of those like if he's healthy. Well, he wasn't healthy, and he still almost brought him to be that eighth seed. Yeah. Yeah, was well, Down the stretch, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right? So, I think you could argue that he was has been the most dominant player, because no matter where he's been, he's made that team better. I agree. Like, for so let's say Kawhi, right? He just brought the champion of Toronto and stuff like that. Was he the most dominant player on that Spurs team? No. The last year he was there, yes. Before well, that, he got hurt. Yeah, but, but to me, on that team, you think of... Duncan,
0: Ginobili, Parker. Parker, Parker. Before you think of Kawhi, absolutely. Right? I'm just saying, the last year he was in Spurs land, he was no, uh, he was uh, the uh, most, he was the yeah. he was the go-to player, and then he got hurt, and then he fell out of favor for some reason, and we got the benefit.
1: Yeah. When you think <laughs> of when you think of the Lakers, <laughs> yeah. Who do you think of? LeBron. Nope.
0: I'm sorry. What? Right now, LeBron.
1: No, no, no. Before. Kobe, oh. Kobe. and. Shaq.
0: Thank you. And Magic and. <laughs> No, but see, so I I
1: haven't given my answer yet. But my answer is Shaquille O'Neal. If you're talking about purely dominating the game, Shaquille O'Neal breaking the board every game, nobody could stop him. The only person who could stop him was Yao Ming. That was literally the only person. Other than that, couldn't really stop him either. He he did like (laughs) Shaq literally admitted that the only person who could stop him was Yao Ming. Other than that, like no matter who you matched him up on, yeah. nobody could stop him. Yeah, He averaged at least twenty and ten every game, no matter what he did. I'm pretty sure it was like tw- like twenty ten and five blocks. Oh, like, and he he did go
2: to Miami in two- 2006 when they won.
0: Yeah, his I career know. averages were 23.7, 10.9, and 2.5 assists. What about blocks? His uh, blocks uh, has got to be up there because he at least had one or two blocks a game. Where's the blocks? Blocks is there. 2.3.
1: Yeah. So you think about it like having a player like that on your roster can just change the game.
0: Yeah. Like they, they, no, I agree. It, I mean. Like if
1: you, if you think about it, the Lakers this year, if you put Shaq at that center spot, you have Rajon John, prime, prime Shaq, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Just check. But like, Honestly, even now you can still put Shaq in there. He still beat up half the
0: centers. I don't think of the league. I don't think he could get up and down the court though. That's no. my concern. <laughs> but, <laughs> but like Shaq, when he was like super healthy in yeah. his twenties, was dominant. Like oh, sh- him on him on Orlando and him
1: on the, on the Lakers, the most dominant player. Yeah. Like he averaged, there, there was
0: literally no stopping him. He averaged more than twenty five points. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten seasons in a row. And that then between his second season. Yeah. And his eleventh season, he averaged ten straight seasons of twenty-five or more points.
1: And that, and that's why it's I'm saying, ridiculous. like, if you're literally talking about dominant players, everybody forgets about the big guys. Everything's about all oh, the shooting guards, the small forwards, the guys that put up the thirty-five points or whatever. Yeah, but they have six rebounds, maybe three or four assists, mm-hmm. whatever. Not the not the big man who puts up twenty-five points plus with ten boards. Three assists, three blocks, while also going up against the biggest guy in the court. Yeah. But then Shaq could also, when he was in his prime, he could cover those smaller guys, too. And he would just surround them. Right. Yeah. And it was like purely dominant. Eat them in the paint. Everybody wanted, <laughs> everybody wanted him on the team. That's why the Lakers signed him to that giant contract. Yeah, no. I. Because it's I, like. It's a fair call. It's I mean, one of those, like, they had Kobe. They were doing good. But then they got Shaq, and they went above or that first. Hitter. Yeah.
0: M- we're, we're dominating the league. Exactly. This this
2: team,
1: yeah. And it was one of those, if Kobe didn't have the ball, it was in Shaq's hand. Yeah. And if Kobe went off for a break, Shaq was running that team. Shaq was running that ball, and everything was going through him. Yeah. And it was still going in because nobody could stop
3: him.
0: Yeah. No, right. I, I it's, it's a fair shake. And that's why, like, basketball is a little bit harder because they ha- we had the Shaqs, we had mm-hmm. the Jordans, we have LeBron, yeah. we had Wilt. By the way, he averaged a season of over fifty points. Oh yeah. Did not know that. I still thought they were all in the forties. Yeah. No one no one's come close to that well, ever.
1: And that the thing is is like everybody when you're talking about the greatest of all time in basketball, there's two people in conversation is what they say. It's always Jordan versus LeBron. That's always what it is. And
0: I I've never believed that, but yeah, no, you're right. but but that's no, the thing. I, like I know when you when you think
1: about it, that those are the two people. Like, Absolutely. And it's it's always has LeBron caught Jordan? Right? Has LeBron caught Jordan? That's all I talk about. I don't talk about the other people that are like, literally were game changers. Absolutely. That just don't
2: get their fair shake. So are you yeah. building your team around Shaq? If you're a GM I in would. general?
3: You it, one like, player to build
1: around? Yeah. I, I, would you build I, around? I, I probably would because if you have that glass cleaner, it makes it so much easier. You can get shooters. There's shooters like no tomorrow. You could build a team around Danny Greens and have Shaq clean up the board and just kick it out to Danny Green and take a th- three pointer. Yeah. Right? In right. today's game. In today's if, game. If you have sure. if you have Shaq, like think of think about Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid is basically like a small version of Shaq. At least he's building up towards to be that way.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I right? don't think he has the ceiling of Shaq, no. but yes. But
1: but he he puts up 20 points. He has 10 plus rebounds every time. Yeah. And majority of the time if he's he he can back down on somebody, he can guard out on the three-point line if he has to, but he doesn't want to. Ever. But then he can kick it out. J.J. Redick got countless amount of points from what? Kickouts. Embiid grabbing the rebound off a missed shot, kick it back out, open three, right? Because that's how the, that's how the Sixers played. They, Ex- they played it properly. Yeah. Exactly, and I think I think that's why I probably would build around Shaq. Obviously, you could 100% just say, yeah, I'd build around LeBron, 100%. Like prime LeBron, or Jordan. done. Yeah. Prime Jordan done.
2: Still gonna, they're still gonna
1: find a way to win. You could yeah.
0: you could say Kobe too. Oh, for sure. Can, yeah. Kobe's
1: a little bit harder though, just because of who
0: Kobe is as a person.
1: I, I just <laughs> I, I don't think Kobe. Kobe had a great career. He's
0: ha- a hall unbelie- famer. unbelievable, hundred percent. I don't think he's on the same. No, Kobe line. is one of the best. One of the best players to ever play the game, but not a guy you would build a team around, in my opinion. Well, if like that makes the sense. the, La- no, the Lakers another, did. You need to. Yes. Right? the Lakers did. But they didn't, they didn't win your the championship.
1: They, they didn't get there until like basically Shaq went there. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You, no, don't I build, know, you don't, you don't build know,
0: I a speci- one team around Kobe because he won't get you to the next level because he doesn't, uh, for lack of a better term, he doesn't like passing.
1: Yeah. And I think, realistically, like in today's game, I don't know if Shaq would be the ideal person to build a team around purely because like now it's a three a and D. It's a three and D type of yeah. game.
0: Run a gun through, right? And I, d-
1: I don't know if he fits there, but if I'm building a team in the 2000s, oh, 100% percent absolutely, 100. I'm doing that because that was always, that was when you had the dominant big man, you had Shaq, Yao, you had all these giant guys, yeah, yeah that were like they took over the game, yeah. right? And so yeah, I, gu- I guess if it's today's world, I'd probably build around Le- probably LeBron,
0: um, but if it's 2000s, I'm building around Shaq. Um do you guys think Giannis will get into that conversation? The way the way he's built, the way he runs, the way he shoots, can he can he be this generation Shaq, Big Man who dominates the game? Unless he improves on his shooting, no. Okay. No, mm-hmm. I this is, I'm just asking.
1: Yeah, like it's simple, like you 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 sh- you see the way Toronto played him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They made him shoot and he did not shoot. Yeah. Right? He he's the type of guy who I want to go dunk the ball. I want to go dunk on your head, or I want to get an easy layup. He's that's fair. Not, Okay. He pulls up the occasional from three, but he's not going to go – he's not going to hit 10-foot runners. like He's not going to hit the fadeaway J. Like That's not what he does. No.
0: that's I, I'm just <clears throat> asking the question no, for the sake and, of asking.
1: And the biggest thing is, like unless he improves on his game like that and adds that element he's to his game – He has the ability to. No, for sure. But it, unless he adds that to his game – and creates that mystery of what shot he's actually going to take. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen.
0: That's fair. No, I, I agree. I'm just dabbing. Yeah. Figured I'd ask. Anything else you want to add or fun? No, that was good. That was good. All right, where do we move next? We can go baseball, football, soccer. Let's do football. Wanna I think do football. Football's a tough one in yeah, my opinion. Why. Football's a very, very tough one because there's two sides to the game, first of all. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, as much as there's two sides to hockey, two sides to basketball, all the players play both sides in those two sports. Yep. In football, there's legitimately two sides. Yeah. Right. So it's very, very hard. And as we talked about the whole Brady thing, Brady might be the best quarterback to ever play the game. I would not even put him close to the best, most dominant athlete no. in the sport. No, Because no. as much as a quarterback influences the game, they are not necessarily the most dominant athletes. There, you, was, there was one I was that saying, I think, would you put Mike Vick up there? I <laughs> put him in my top five just based off of his ability to. to I, I also think Mike Vick could have dominated at three or four positions in football True. had he chosen to play one of those positions. He could have been. I mean, he was a quarterback. Could have easily been a running back. Yeah, yeah. Could have probably easily been a wide receiver. Yes. And I think he would have been a dominant cornerback.
2: Yeah, he could have also been a punt returner. Punt Anything. returner, yeah, as well? yeah, mm-hmm.
0: but it's those guys usually play other positions. Yeah, so I never, guys. I never really consider punt returner and kick returner mm-hmm. as like a position to itself. But that's my fault. So, um, like Mike Vick, yes, I think he would be considered one of the greatest f- players of all time. I don't think he is. Who uh, Kyle? I, I'm going to let you start this one because you are our football guy anyway. So, <clears throat> and that's
1: honestly, I, I don't really know. Who to actually say Because there have been So many Donovan players I have two And I'm kind of Um
0: weird, So I have three Okay good well, at, yeah. least we're, at least we're all On <laughs> the same I, I
1: feel like I'll, I'll give you this Okay I have one One on either side of the ball That's fine Yeah yeah. I think that's My probably the way to defensive go. guy Is Lawrence Taylor Okay Yeah Purely because Again You couldn't stop him He was the greatest Pass rusher Yeah And he literally Changed that Giants team No
0: I I agree. 100. Um,
1: my offensive guy is Jerry Rice. Okay. Yeah. Because I, th- you look at all-time receivers. Yeah. And you look at how dominant he was. He's. We just had this conversation. Yeah, we had this. <laughs> we had this conversation. We were talking about receivers and receiving yards, all kind of stuff. But I think Jerry Rice changed that team and made that better. Yes, he had Montana and Steve Young and stuff. Yeah. But he made their life so much easier because of what he did. And I think he was truly dominant at that wide receiver position. Emphasis by you can look at his yards, you look at his receiving, you look at all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you look at also, for him, it's also longevity. He played years in the league.
2: And was still dominant.
1: And he was dominant up until the end. Right? So, like, to me, that's... That's where I put it. I have one of either side of the ball, so like there's so many people you could possibly say that would actually have a conversation. 100%. No,
0: absolutely, and I I think both of those guys are definitely, well, ironically, both of those guys are in my top five. <laughs> um, so I might as well give the rest of my top five because yeah. it's the two guys that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Um, the two, the other two that I had was Walter Payton. Okay. Absolute mm-hmm. dominant running back. Mm-hmm. And punt returner and kick returner, like he, he did everything. Yeah. And when he was going, you could not stop him. True. And the other one, despite his short career, was Bo Jackson, who might be one of the most pure athletes mm-hmm. on on all of these lists yeah. to be also dominant in their sport. Bo, you, you physically could not stop it. Like, there was no chance. Yeah. When he decided he wanted to run he was either running you over or you were getting out of the way. That was; Those were your two options. True. Right? So that's why I have those two guys up there. And that's my top five mm-hmm. is Lawrence Taylor, Bo Jackson, Walter Payton, Jerry Rice, and Mike Vick. And who? Mike
1: Vick. Oh, okay.
0: Right? Just because of his pure athletic ability. I mm-hmm. don't think his numbers back him up. No. Because he, you know, went to jail. Yeah. Um, but when he was on the field, his athletic ability made him – that much more dominant Than everybody else on the field mm. And yes this was in a time where Brady And Manning were slinging the ball All around Brett Favre was even slinging the ball around Back then Yeah, He was a different type of quarterback He was a athletic Run the ball and if you try to Stop me on the run I'm going to have 8 people Open and I can throw the ball 70 yards True right? It, w- it was a different type of game So that's why he's in my top 5 mm-hmm.
2: Jerry Rice that's it. I didn't. I didn't look at defensive players because I just couldn't decide. But Jerry Rice. I think Kyle hit it on the head there.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I, uh, mean, let's, let's, I, mean I have his stats in front yeah. of me. Like it's, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. You
2: look at his yards receiving yards. You look at how many times he's won the Super Bowl, the MVP, like, Offensive Player of the Year.
1: Touchdowns: two hundred and five. Yeah. Receptions: fifteen hundred or sorry, fifteen nineteen. I think is what it is. Yeah. Receiving yards: twenty two thousand four hundred sixty six. Yeah. Like. Guys, I'm not arguing. No, no, (laughs) uh, let's let's put this into comparison. Rice has 33 more touchdowns and 6,961 more yards than anybody else in NFL history.
0: Like, just for receiving, right? Yes. Okay, I'm just checking.
1: But, like, 33 more touchdowns.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, no. I agree. (laughs) And it's it's amazing to see how it all came together for him, and he, he deserved it. And, like, the only reason that I said Walter Payton was, do you know how many yards Walter Payton put up rushing and receiving he put up 16,700 yards rushing Hmm. 4,500 yards receiving he had 130 uh, touchdowns across the two yeah that's 21,000 yards total yeah that's ridiculous and he only played what was it 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 13 years Right? How many how many years did Jerry Rice play? He was twenty two or something. Uh, something it was something stupid.
1: Eighty five, two thousand four, so nineteen years. Okay, nineteen
0: years. So that's six more years. Yeah. Right. Walter Payton
1: dominated as yeah. a running back.
0: Now it's a totally different conversation. I st- I, I agree with you guys. Jerry yeah. Rice is up there. I'm I'm obviously playing devil's advocate because I don't know if he's necessarily my number one, but as a receiver, he's by far the number one. Apparently
1: I had music in my pocket the entire time. That's always good. Um just in <laughs> case, right? <laughs> so if you're talking about dominant running backs, I think there's actually somebody above him. Who? Jim Brown.
0: Jim Brown's up there, yeah. No, I don't but, know. No, but like if you're talking
1: about those dominant, like he literally he only played, like, I think, seven or eight seasons. Yeah. But he averaged hundred and six rushing yards a game. The top in NFL history. Yeah. And like if you're talking about purely dominant guys who's like he was literally a man amongst the boys at that time. He ran over everybody, but he was also fast enough to run around the small guys.
0: Yeah, but he wasn't a running back. Jim Brown? Wasn't a running back. Yeah, no, they're calling him a fullback.
1: Oh yeah. But he <laughs> like he was the <laughs> size of he back. was the size of a fullback but had the running speed not of a regular running back. running back. Shut up, he's not a running back. You could also say that with Drone Bettis too. Like <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't a running back. He was a guy who ran people over. Yeah, I know. But then he also had the speed to run around people, which was like unheard
0: of. Well, but yeah, but I mean, Walter Payton also averaged 88 yards per game, which is phenomenal for a running back. No, and I, I get that, but add 20 yards to that total, and that's what I Jim know, Brown had. I know, I know. So,
1: I so I'm know. St- like, obviously, like I'm just throwing it out there, playing devil's advocate. So, I'm looking at this at this list that I have compiled here, and they have Tom Brady as number three, the greatest players of all time in the NFL. No, if. If you look at his resume, oh, I know his no, resume. No, 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 no. So look, I know his resume. I know his. He's, resume. he's played. I'm aware he's of played it. We had this he's, conversation. He's played
0: seventeen seasons. Yes,
1: except one was lost to a injury the entire year. So let's say sixteen.
0: Sixteen and a quarter. Didn't he play the end of the season?
1: No, he played game one, and that was it. Cause that was when Matt Castle took his team. Whatever. I thought he played in the playoffs. Though. No. Okay. They didn't make the playoffs. That was that was oh, the one year they didn't make the playoffs. Right. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. So sixteen seasons. Let's say. Yeah. He's a five-time Super Bowl champion.
0: Oh, he's he's the most...
2: And,
1: and could you debate that he's brought his team there every time?
0: Isn't it six? Yes, I can. It's the six, after this, six okay. after this year. The first one. Six after this year. The
1: first one. He's a four-time Super Bowl MVP. Yes.
2: What
1: do you mean the first one? He did not bring them to the first <laughs> one. <laughs> well, no, he didn't bring it, but... <laughs> actually, You said... <laughs> te- technically, he did, actually because Not the whole season. He took over for Bledsoe and their team was like 2 and 3 when he took over and he brought them to the he playoffs. Took over at the end of the year. No, it was the middle of the year when he got injured by the the Jets. It was the end of the year. I think it was the end of the year. Aww. I'm pretty sure it was like the middle of the year cuz Bledsoe got destroyed by the Jets. Two time M- M- uh, MVP. he started
0: one game his first season.
1: Okay, then Oh, it wasn't the first year, it was the second year that he that Bledsoe got injured then. The first year he was a pure backup. The second year is when Bledsoe got injured. Okay. Um, he's twelve times Pro Bowler, thirteen after this year, I believe. So he has eight Super Bowl appearances in seventeen seasons. I know. Which literally means he brought his <laughs> he he was in the Super Bowl just less than half of his career. Yes. That's unheard of. Yes. So like, yes, he's not the greatest. Athlete, because he's not exactly, you know, he's not the fastest, he's not the best in shape, but I'm pretty sure his mind is the greatest of all time.
0: I, I've never denied that fact. Yeah. So, him and him and Peyton are the two smartest quarterbacks to ever play the game yeah. of football.
1: Yeah, like it literally this, this thing says, he's living proof that intangibles sometimes are better than raw talent. I
0: agree, right? I I, I completely agree. So,
1: I, th- I think he has to be in consideration. I still don't put him in my top five. You're not. You're not changing my opinion. No, right and now. I get that. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying. I think he sh- he deserves consideration. Okay. Purely because there there was some teams for the the Patriots like they were terrible defensively. The last five years, I don't think they've had a defense in the top twenty. Yeah. And he's
2: won three championships. Something like that. Yes. I'll take yeah. this year's team in consideration. They weren't very good defensively. No,
1: no. But they cool. showed up in the in the play, in the Super Bowl.
2: It's the Super right? Bowl. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if it was everything. <laughs> everything else. It was Brady carrying him. Right. Yeah, you compare his accolades compared to John, John Montana. Sorry. Um, yeah. Dan
0: Marino might have been one of the most talented athletes ever to play the game of football. Could not win shit. No. He couldn't. Right. And he will go down as the greatest player in any sport never to win a championship. Yeah. And it, it's just one of those... Maybe like Joe Thornton might get into that concept. Uh, there. Yeah, but, who knows. But I still think Dan Marino is the greatest athlete to never win a championship.
2: Sorry to disagree.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of people who haven't won a championship, to be
0: honest. True. Like, great athletes, yeah. usually Bo Jackson, maybe. I don't think he ever won a, but I I don't like think— Like, athlete. Like, like ath- athlete, yes, but I don't think he was ever, like, the guy. No, I'm just in, saying. Like, I'm just saying, in my opinion, like, if we're talking greatest athletes yeah. to never win a championship, Bo Jackson will be up there. Yeah. Without fail. Deion Sanders will be up there. Yeah. Just based off your athletic ability.
1: Well, and that, that's another guy that I don't think he gets enough credit. Deion? He, he played—like, when you were saying that there's two sides of the ball, he played both.
0: I know. That's, I, I, haven't, I, I had him at six. Yeah. He, he's up there. Yeah. it just he didn't make my top five, yeah. and uh, I felt bad, but he didn't make my top five. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. What's next? What's next? Okay, we got, we've done hockey, done basketball, basketball we've done football. We can go baseball or soccer. Oh, baseball. Let's go baseball. Yeah. Baseball is also a very tough one. <sighs> yeah. Because if we're talking most dominant athlete at their time, it <sighs> Barry Bones. I would say Babe Ruth.
1: Like if, if we're putting PEDs aside, it's Barry Bonds.
0: Okay, let's pretend that no one took PEDs at any point in time in baseball. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I, I, personally, it's Barry Bonds. Oh, yeah, I get that. Like, but my, my point being is that Barry Bonds was hitting hit 73 home runs in the season, right? Yeah. Who was second that year?
1: Was Mark McGuire at sa- 60-something? 60 65 or something. Mm-hmm.
2: Sammy Sosa third?
1: Something like that. Okay. Yeah. That was also the cork bat. Well, we're not gonna talk about that though. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: When Babe Ruth was playing, right? Just hear me out on this before you yell at me and get mad. He was not only dominating as a hitter and he had like he was hitting fifty home runs in seasons where guys were hitting twenty as a second place person. Mm-hmm. Like he was far and away Babe the Babe? best hitter, Babe Ruth. Yeah. He also pitched. Mm-hmm. He literally played both sides of the ball when it came to at-bats. Yeah. Right? That's why he has to be in that consideration.
1: No, and he's in consideration for sure. But I, I put, if we're, again, talking dominant. He was dominant. I have, I have Barry Bronze ahead of him. Purely okay. because I don't think there's anybody else in history that if the bases were loaded, you would rather walk him and walk in a run then pitch to him and have a chance for him to hit it 450 feet out of the park.
0: Fair enough. Okay.
1: Like, I'm pretty sure he leads the MLB in history for intentional walks with the bases loaded.
0: Yes, and I think he does. Which is, like, unheard of. I think he does, and I, I, and I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Um. It's just tough to... Again, hey, we said no PEDs. I know. It's <laughs> you, you can't look at that. I know. But, again, when, I'm, when we're saying most dominant, though, like, I... I struggle, and the only reason I even think of this is because of what my dad said, is that during his time, was he that far and away better than everybody else when it came to hitting? Yes. And, uh, yes and no, though, because, again, as we said, he was only eight home runs better than McGuire.
1: Mark McGuire was also, like, three inches taller and 50 pounds heavier. There's no way
0: he was 50 pounds heavier than Barry Bonds. Did have you, you see s- that, man? Have you seen Mark McGuire? Have you seen Barry Bonds? He's a tank. <laughs> I know he's a tank, but have you seen Barry yeah. Bonds? There's no way he was 50 pounds. But like the other thing is, Sammy he might have been heavier. I'll Sammy, give you that. Sammy
1: Sosa was third in that list, probably.
0: Yeah, but he had to use a corked bat to stay relevant. With I know him. Sammy Sosa. I, I don't think is should be in the conversation. No, uh, but like he, he was up, he was up there in home runs, but he had to use a, a like a fake bat. I know. In order to I'm even aware. get close, I'm aware of this fact. Right? Right? And that's why I, I get why you're saying yeah. Bonds. I understand that. If we're talking about, like, just pure athlete, and the thing is, I shouldn't say pure athlete because we're not talking pure athlete yet. Most dominant. The other thing about baseball is that pitchers can be the most dominant, but they we're, were talking to two totally different sides of the game again, right? That's why I thought Babe Ruth might be the most dominant because he did, Both. he was an outfielder, a pitcher, and he had 714 home runs in his career, yep. right? In a time where people were not hitting. 50 home runs in a season. He was, he was hitting 50 home runs in a season. True. It was it it was astronomical how far and away better he was. The crazy thing in my mind is that he won one MVP. One. Mm-hmm. In his what I think it was 21 years that he played, he won one MVP.
2: That does yeah. That, that surprised me too. That's amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. His OPS for his career. 1164. He has a 182.4 war for his career. That's, pardon my language, fucked. And he has one MVP. Yeah. But he was so dominant. And you even look at his pitching. But
2: like both sides of the plate, though. Yeah. Sorry. Both sides of the game, I guess. He had a 2.28 ERA as a pitcher. One year, he was
0: like sub two. Now, granted, he did not pitch all twenty-one seasons. No, he pitched his first seven, and then pitched at age thirty-five for one game, and gave up three runs in uh, nine innings. He pitched his last two games that he played as a pitcher. He went complete game at thirty-five and thirty-eight after not pitching for ten years.
1: (laughs) But he was still pitching the side. Like he 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 pitched. He always pitched, but like it was never in a game.
0: No, is actually he usually didn't pit, like he didn't throw a whole lot of pitching. No, I, after mean, I he stopped. mean
1: in practice though he was always he would always been pitching. He would always been that extra guy that Yeah.
0: oh, we need a pitcher. Okay, I'll yeah. throw me in there. But he pitched right. like how many guys do that and then Sorry, let me correct that. No. Yeah, it was just the last two games he pitched 9 innings, which is
1: again that's, that's still crazy though. Didn't he like, also pitch like a fifteen inning game or something like that? Probably, yeah, point, yeah, probably. But that was also when you had a rubber arm and you were throwing a half the miles per hour you are throwing now.
0: I know it's. I, I, I'm I'm not saying it, yeah. he would be able to do it in today's game, but his last two games he pitched complete games. That's yeah. ridiculous. You, you definitely couldn't do it back. Like back
1: then, they were smoking a, a pack of cigarettes in the <laughs> clubhouse and very ordering true. like a roast there? beef sandwich before very, the game and just eating true. that. Very true. Like, um.
2: You haven't said yours yet. You have not, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. That's yeah, hard. I, I mean, you listen to commentators now, right? It's like since Babe Ruth, this hasn't been done or something. And like, I hear Barry Bonds, but he's clouded by the PED. And no. I know we said we're going to ignore it, but because of that, it's like a lot of people are having a hard time putting him in that conversation. So, yes.
1: dun, dun, dun. The next one, yes, is Hank Aaron. Oh, has yes, absolutely. Passed, yes. has passed Babe Ruth in all hitting categories. Absolutely. He is the leader, if you discontinue the steroid era, he's the leader in home runs, leader in RBIs. He made 24 all-star games. Yeah. Which has been matched by two players. Willie Mays. Willie Mays. One of the best. And Stan Musial. Yeah. Again, one of the best ever. Exactly. So, (laughs) (laughs) he he has the record for RBIs, extra base hits, total bases, and home runs if you discount. Yeah. If you discount. Whatever. Yeah.
0: Right, discontinue Bonds
1: he's played (laughs) more games than all but two players which means he was dominant until the very end yep and he's one of only two players to hit more than 30 home runs in 15 straight seasons absolutely he
0: was dominant yeah
2: it's hard to argue it it it. is hard
0: I might have to change my decision I didn't realize those stats I really did. <laughs> <laughs> I I knew some of them. Which, I knew most of them. I didn't know yeah. that many. Uh, that's ridiculous. So he had
1: more than twenty in all, but his first season and his last two. That's
0: crazy. which is that's crazy. Stupid. Like that's crazy.
1: <laughs> and like I I didn't even, I didn't even think about that. But like if you're literally talking about dominant players, he's got to be there.
0: Kay. like hammering hank is literally like yeah. Yeah.
3: hank Aaron. I'm going to
0: yeah. I'm going to throw one wrench into this uh, and more just ask the question. We have in the last 15 years since bonds basically. Yep. We've had in my opinion three truly dominant players during this time. Okay. And you you can argue this and that's fine. I I'm happy to have this conversation. The three that I see are Ken Griffey Jr. Yep. Clayton Kershaw as a pitcher. When he decides he wants to pitch, he's he's been the most dominant pitcher for the last five ten years.
2: He's thinking.
1: I wouldn't say so. Really. I would say Scherzer over the last five years is far far and away better.
0: Okay. Well, okay. Fine. We'll, we'll, I'll throw the Kershaw one
1: out. Like just like because purely because when you're thinking about top pitchers. You think of Kershaw because he's made the playoffs. Scherzer hasn't made the playoffs because Washington's been terrible. No, I was, but if, if I, you, was
0: I was looking at the stats too. Like.
1: But no, but if you're looking at Scherzer, strikeout he, wise, he averages 14 strikeouts. He averages at oh, least 17, 18 wins absolutely. a year. Absolutely. No, I get that. And any. I'm talking
0: ERA and all that. Like I'm talking everything. But yeah. that that fine. I'll, yeah. I'll throw that one out. Whatever. That's that's not a really big. Uh, the other one is Mike Trout. Do either of those guys? I don't think they're there yet. Uh, well, Griffey might be. Griffey might is probably in the conversation top 10 for sure maybe top 5. I don't think he's there. Yeah. I don't think he's there. He he's on the list but he's not top. No. no. Is there a chance that if we have this conversation 10 15 years down the line. Mike Trout is up there. As top 1, top 2, top 3. If he
1: continues to do what he do what he like what he's doing now, yeah, would be tough. For absolutely. Sure. Okay. Of course. I, if if he's I, a, if he's, he's not there yet. No, if he's, he's averaging 30 and 30 and hitting 295
0: to 300, 100%. I just I, I just wanted that opinion because I I think as a sp- as a physical specimen that he is Mike Trout and his ability not only at the plate but in the field I love his ability and I think he has the chance to do that I just wonder
1: if he's there yet and I think I think if he does continue he's up in the conversation with, with Willie Mays as the best two way player yes yeah, that's fine because you think about it, Hank Hank Aaron and Babe Ruth and stuff they were bats they were not fielders right. Willie Mays was, best, was one a, of the best well-rounded players yeah, of all time. He
2: won twelve Gold
1: Gloves. Yep. Yeah. He was a four-time home run leader and stolen base leader. Right. Yep. Two-time NL MVP, and he once hit four home runs in a game. Those There's, are those are Willie Mays' stats. Yeah. I think you could definitely put Trout up there if he continues and stuff. Do does stuff like that because he will be known as the best two-way player since Willie Mays. Absolutely. Right? You can, can kind of say that now. You can say that now, yes.
0: Right. No, I, w- I was just asking the question because yeah. I was curious if, if you guys consider that he could yes. possibly. I, I think there's definitely a possibility for sure. You know the crazy thing about Hank Aaron? He had a 980 uh, fielding percentage yeah. across his career. And he also played first, second, third, DH, center field, left field, right field. Yeah, but in that
1: era, you could play wherever you want. You could be 300 pounds and still play center field. I'm just saying As long as they need they wanted you on the field for your bat.
2: Doesn't matter he where you're you throw. it. But there. I'm just
1: saying he played six positions. That's that's impressive. No, for sure. Controversial topic. Uh oh. Dun dun dun. Is Pete Rose in
0: consideration? No. Pete Rose was the greatest hitter. I was gonna say he's arguably the greatest hitter of all time. But I don't think he's the greatest most dominant athlete. In, in baseball, I I think he's a, he might be the greatest hitter. If not, he is the greatest hitter. That's he's that's in something the top fifteen in terms of best baseball players of all time or greatest yeah. players of all time. But I still think Ruth was more dominant. I still think Aaron was more dominant. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. Bonds was dominant. Yeah. And yeah. if we're having controversy, we might as well include Bonds anyway. Yeah. I I think Trout is more dominant. What about what about like Jackie Robinson and stuff like that?
2: See, Jackie Robinson changed the face of. Baseball, but he was he was dominant though. He, he was, was his a very with his speed, yes. his power.
1: Yes, of course. At that time, that was really unheard of. Since I guess, like Ruth,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's.
2: Yeah, I had him. I had. I was. I was looking at his stats. I was considering him, but like, I mean, for for me, Jackie changed the face of. Baseball. Oh, absolutely, uh, yeah, no, than, one, no one can ever argue. Yeah, that. more than him. Like, he was a very good, like, very good base runner. He was mm-hmm. a very good player with a bat. But
0: was, do you know what his? Uh, highest season with stolen bases was 60. Take a guess. Everyone everyone lauds him for his uh, stealing. Obviously. 40. 37. Okay. 37. Mm-hmm. okay. 37. But in in the MLB, obviously like, we don't I don't have the oh stats oh, to say if right you're right. talking
1: stolen bases it's Ricky Henderson by Oh, far. absolutely. <laughs> I am the greatest of all time.
0: But he was the greatest of all time, yeah. and everyone thought Billy Hamilton might catch him. But Billy Hamilton can't get on base. He has to hit the ball in order to get on. He can't get on base, so <laughs> is he, he can't a steal right base. Now, as a hitter, uh, I believe he's actually above this year. I think
1: he's. Yeah, I think he's above that
0: Mendoza line. I think he's in like two twelve or something like that. Let's let's take a look, if we might as well. <laughs> um, he is batting two twenty one.
1: Oh, currently improved. I, I'm dyslexic. I meant to say two twenty one. Two twelve. It's
0: fine. <laughs> Um, oh, man, that first year he killed it when he played all of 13 games for Cincinnati. Batted 368. <laughs> that, is that when they
2: made the playoffs that year? Uh, uh,
0: That's a good question. I don't know. 2013. All right, what's the next sport? Yeah. Next sport, uh, I guess that would be Stalker. This one's a fun one, too. Because we could technically have the two greatest athletes ever to play the game now, but I don't think so. Dominant would be Pele, though. Thank you. Thank yes. you. If you're talking
1: about dominant, it's Pele. He has more goals than games played. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Pele is the most dominant yeah. soccer
0: player played the game, and it baffles me that everyone says the two greatest athletes in soccer are playing right now. Athletes, yes. No! Domin- Do- no, Pele was the most dominant athlete to ever play no, the game no, of soccer. You
1: said best athletes. Yes,
0: Pele was the most dominant. He used
1: to run circles around everyone. I, I, I know, but you said best athletes. I'm not, I'm not changing you, you, you my statement. No, you didn't say most dominant. When you're talking about dominant, 100%
0: is Pele. No, yes. best I'm, athletes. He was he, the best. He used to run circles around people, he was the most fit person in the entire world. At you, the time.
1: You could argue that Messi could run around people, but he prefers just to try and go through them and make it look fancy.
0: So did Pele, though. But have you seen the highlights of Pele? <laughs> what's what's <laughs> that face?
2: I don't like Messi, so. Oh, okay. What is wrong with I, you? I'm not a fan. Are you, are you a Ronaldo guy? I uh, will yeah, not comment.
1: Yeah, yeah just, okay. Leave. All right, yeah, all right. <laughs> get, get out. We're we'll kicking you out. Are you, are you putting him at the top? Who? Ronaldo? No, Pele. Okay, okay, good. Oh no! Okay. Pele. Okay. Okay. I was gonna say, <laughs> if you put Rinaldo <laughs> at the top, you'd actually have yeah. to leave. I would kick you yeah. out of my no, house. I th- cut, cut, the,
0: cut <laughs> the mic off. Cut the mic off. That's easy. I just go like this. <laughs> I have to figure out which one. No, I, those I, those
1: I those don't those really those. think it's a, a conversation. To be honest, Mm-mm. you could have a top five list that can be huge, full of debate, hundred percent. Oh uh, yeah. But I think number one is it, it's like hockey. Like there's yeah. there's Pele, and then there's, and then there's other else. people. Like there's Gretzky, and then there's everybody else. Yeah, There's like. Yeah. Like, you could have a conversation, for sure. But I don't think you could really deny that Pele is the most dominant. No, I, I really don't think he
0: could. It's funny, in my opinion, that people are debating it. Like People actually have this debate and think that Pele doesn't deserve to be number one. And I, I, I don't get it. Because he's he is... If I think of amazing players, and I, I might be biased, because I actually had to do a report on Pele yeah. in university. Great class, by the way. Um... But just looking at the stats, looking at the video, looking at everything, I I don't see how people even argue it. Like, he is the most dominant player to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. He made everyone else look stupid yeah. when they tried to go up against him. And yes, people will argue that, oh, but he never played in Europe, he never did this and that. Like need to, yes.
2: But he but dominated international at international th- level yeah, too. Well it did like matter at, at
0: that time. There wasn't
1: really those all those people going across the world and going to I Europe agree. though. No, no, I know that. To do that, yes, I know yeah. that.
0: But still, the European leagues were the better leagues. I, no, I know.
1: But but uh, at that point, it was if you were a Brazilian kid, you're not going over to England to play at that point. No, you
0: playing for
2: Santos or yeah. São Paulo, or you're,
1: you're like
0: that, or coming to America apparently. Oh, well, that's you. that's at the end of the year. But, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like every, that's the shot on Pele is that he never played in Europe. It's like, well, yeah, but it didn't matter where he played. He dominated everybody. Look at him internationally. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like he he is the best international player to ever play the game. Yeah. And my dad brought up the point. Well, Messi might be the best club player to ever play the game. Possibly. But I still think Pele is a better player. And that's saying a lot because I love Messi. I think Messi is a like a magician with the ball, but Pele like, was better. Mm. Pele
1: was better, but Pele also didn't have the people around him that Messi does. No, absolutely. Messi not. is surrounded by all stars and like yes, but you can World also World argue, argue that players. He, he wasn't
0: always, and he still did that stuff. When he was coming, I, when I he was coming through the system, had a very he was. Very no, but b- like before he was on Barca, when he was playing in Argentina and stuff, he he used to dominate. Like he, it wasn't even serious. Yeah, but
1: but like even then, like don't get me wrong, he's dominant. Like I, I totally agree. He's one of the one yeah. of the best players. He's just playing devil's advocate. But right. like you could use, you say the same about Ronaldo. Yeah. Right. He was great with Manu, but he always had to. And Man U was dominant when he was there. Yeah. You know, that was that was wasn't that the Rooney and Beckham Rooney, era? I yeah. like think that, that was that Finich. was the,
0: I can name the entire roster That, that was the, the dominant
1: all. area there. <laughs> then he went to Real. Real had dominant players there.
0: Absolutely. Right. No, I agree. I, and that's that's one thing Pele never had. No, and Pele but Pele had a couple good d- players that played himself, but he didn't need it.
2: I mean he, the national team was probably the best team. Yeah, that was no, the first sure. best team he ever played. Yeah. On.
0: Um the other guy that you can throw into the conversation, uh Maradona was dominant too. He a little was. bit different. Hand of God, but yeah. But yeah, take that, take that goal out. Everyone. <laughs> you say Maradona, that's the only thing people talk about anymore. Well, like, just take that goal out. He was still a dominant no, player. A player. No, no, if you see his documentaries, he, he's
1: it, fantastic. If you take that goal out though, is he as well known?
0: Yes.
2: Yes. He was really? a, he he, uh, he he would be known for no controversy at that point. But because yeah, of no, that,
0: he'd be known for being an absolute prick, but that's a whole different yeah. issue. Doesn't he have like? Yeah, I'm not gonna touch that. He has other <laughs> allegations about him and stuff like that too. But well, let's let's start with the easy ones that aren't allegations. They're true. He is an addict. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he ran that Argentina national team to the ground. Yeah. But hey, I digress. Let's forget about that for a little yeah. bit and talk about his actual playing days. But he
2: was a great player. Yeah. He was. But like,
1: I think if you if you talk to people that may not know soccer as much,
0: yeah. right, you
1: you still hear. Messi, Ronaldo, all that kind of stuff, right? Like you hear those players' names. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of Pelé 100%. But without the hand of God, do you think of Maradona? If if people don't know soccer. Uh, fair, okay. I, d- I don't they, I don't think you do. If
0: you no. do, if they don't know soccer, then no, they probably don't think of Maradona. And that that's right.
1: fine. So so to me, I, I think it's I think it's a three list right now. I think it'd be Messi, Ronaldo and then um Pelé.
0: What about Beckham? The, and the only reason I ask is because, during the early two thousands, he was the face of soccer. He yeah. was so dominant. The way he was able to swing the ball into the box. He doesn't have the goals that Messi and Ronaldo have because a that wasn't his game.
1: Yeah, he would swing it in and have somebody else put it in for him. <laughs> like right. But he was he was dominant at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does does that put him
0: in the conversation?
1: Does that put him in the top I, five? I, th- top th- I, th- I think there may put a he may be on the list, but purely because he was dominant. I think he. I think he almost he could get devalued because he went to U, the U.S. too early. I think. Okay, fair. All right, like when he went to or he was, was L.A. right? L.A. Galaxy. yeah. yeah. I don't think he, pe- people kind of like. Oh, well, Beckham's gone. Who's next? Yeah, right? that's fair. Like he kind of
2: like he he dominated in the MLS, but yeah. he but fell even face. in his stints back at AC Milan, he was still very very good. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. All right, I, there's another soccer player that I want to bring up in the pure athlete conversation, so I'm going to hold that for now. Um, but we'll, we'll move on. Is, is there anything else you guys want to add to the soccer conversation? No, nothing. Really. Pele.
1: Yeah, yeah, said you Pelé, yeah.
0: Good answer. All right. Um, one more sport we want to talk about, and Irfan, you suggested it, so I'm going to let you start.
2: Uh, we said tennis. I think on our phone call the other yeah. day. Um, greatest tennis player of all time. I think he's still playing. Better. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Even I, I watched the Wimbledon. Match. I know you're you're looking at disagreeing here. It's fine, but if you I'm look, at pl- I'm
0: gonna be the biggest devil's advocate on this one. That's so. fine, but
1: it's not Nadal if you're gonna say Nadal. No. Just okay, no, I mean, it's, it's not Djokovic yet. No, just saying,
0: I'm yeah. just playing devil's advocate. Okay, it's I haven't said a name <laughs> yet. Can you
1: relax. Well, there's only two other names you could possibly talk about.
2: Well, there's some few names you might. Even no,
1: but like realistically, it's Federer, and then in my opinion, it's Djokovic second, and I think Djokovic will get there once Federer is gone. But like, if you look at their match that they just had, <laughs> that, was, that was a match for the ages. That was wonderful. Absolutely. Right? And I still think Federer should, should have won. I'm pretty
2: sure like, he had 14 points was he, m- s- like seven years older. Something like that. But he had 14 more winners or yeah. something. And like, he still lost the game. The
1: fact that he's seven years older and can do that with Djokovic, who is the number one player in the world right now. Yep. It just shows how like truly dominant he actually was. Yeah. or is. I guess you could
2: like yeah, no. It's hard to say anything that. Like how many but
1: times before Djokovic got there? How many times was it Federer or Nadal? Federer or Nadal oh, for all oh, time. Uh, Solid deck. And how
0: many times did Federer beat
1: Nadal? <laughs>
2: uh,
0: it was everywhere <laughs> but clay. Clay. Yeah. And the one time in Wimbledon. Yeah. But like it was always those two. But it's no, it, you I
2: watch agree. you watch tennis now for Federer. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, I would I say I would say you almost
0: watch it now for Djokovic though. Do you? Oh, see, Djok- Djokovic—that's the thing. You can. It's one of those ones where it's like Messi, Ronaldo. Yeah. You watch for one of them. That's why people watch those Barcelona Real matches. They yeah. watch for one of the two. Yeah. Right. Everyone has their own opinion, <laughs> but it it brings people to watch the. Yeah. Um. So yes, I was going to say Djokovic is up in the conversation. The other person that I was going to say, and this is way before our time, but I've seen all the stats and everything is Rod Laver. Yeah. So for for people who don't know and, yeah. and uh, I, I know a lot of people don't know and that's fine because tennis isn't the biggest sport in North America. No uh, will it ever be? No. And that's fine. This guy was like truly dominant. He yeah. won 200 tournaments. He was number one in the world from 1964 to
2: 1970.
0: Yeah. And like no one was even close to him. Mm-hmm. He won 11 Grand Slams and the guy won all four Grand Slams in a calendar year? Twice. 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 He had all four Slams under his name in one calendar year. No. Yes, I still think Federer is the best. I'm not denying that fact. Mm-hmm. But Laver has to be up there. Mm-hmm. Okay? And come on, he has the best nickname in tennis. Is it the rocket. He was the rocket. <laughs> that is
1: the best nickname in tennis. going I was gonna say, I can't say I know n- enough about tennis, but I know recent tennis.
0: But yeah. no, and that's fine. I, I had to look. I wanted to look and see. He's there. Uh, he has mm-hmm. to be. Uh, he has to be in the conversation with Djokovic. He has to be in the conversation with Federer. He has to be in the conversation with Nadal. I w- I, w- I would say he's even Pete saying, Sampras. I would has prob- to be up there. I would
1: probably say he. He'd be third. I, w- I would still probably put him ahead of Nadal, to be that's honest.
0: Fair. Uh, one of the one of the things that I'm reading, like, I literally have it pulled up right now, has him second, yeah. behind Federer, and just ahead of Joker. Actually, yeah, Nadal. No, the down. I, I and th- then Sampras, and then Joker.
1: And I think, Djokovic, if he continues to be how he is for the next four or five years,
0: yep. Oh yeah. I, I think sure.
1: he goes number one. That's fair. I think, that's fair like with how dominant he is right now and how he has been for the last four or f- like last four or five years Federer's not been h- himself I guess is what you could say
0: and he's still winning
1: and he's still winning yeah but just saying Djokovic once Federer is gone I don't think he really has any competition right now Depends on how long Nadal stays around after yeah, Federer. But Nadal's fallen off. I agree, he, but he, I agree. He's, he'll still be there to push Djokovic. Yeah, yeah but he Nid- won't,
0: he won't yeah. necessarily beat him, but he'll be there to push him, which is a good thing.
1: I guess. Yeah, like Nadal with his injuries and stuff like that, he hasn't been the same for the last no, little fair. while. Yeah. Right, so I think if he does continue, then...
0: I'm just hoping that with uh, OJ team, we might have a Canadian in the conversation at one day.
1: Uh, yeah, okay, let's yeah. go with that <laughs> Maybe. So, no! Um, <laughs> women's tennis. <laughs> that's not a conversation at all. Who is it? Serena, not even close. Steffi oh, yeah. Graf, not even close.
2: Martina Navratilova. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, she's the only oh. one to have 9 Wimbledon victories. That's fine.
0: <laughs> Serena is the most dominant though.
1: No, th- she was before like this was yes. befo- she was before Serena. Yeah, but this she's Did. the only person to ever to win 8 different tournaments 7 times. I understand.
0: I understand that.
1: <laughs> like they like, if if she
2: was playing tennis in today's game, she'd be ahead of Serena Williams. Well, I I did that, so I was actually trying to figure out because I've uh, the the checkborn player, I have Serena Williams and then Steffi Graf. So Wait, I, well, did well, the,
1: I but a Billie Jean King. I didn't put that
2: in. I just no. put those three for now, okay. just because I was looking at um their win percentage. Yeah. And Steffi Graf has an eighty nine percent win percentage. Serena has a 85.3 yeah. percentage and the player that you mentioned, I can't say her last name is Navratilova. There we go. It's at an 86.8. Yeah. So, I mean, I go Steffi Graf with her 22 Grand Slams and how good she was, Yeah. Um, but I, I can't argue with you either because like of winning on grass, winning at hey the yeah. look, biggest
0: tournament. This is tournament. the only sport that we all don't agree on, by the way. Can I just point that yeah. out?
2: <laughs> but it's, it's
1: as well as, like i think a thing i think if you if you ask somebody today Oh, recency
0: biased yes for sure like it's serena. it's serena williams yeah it's because she biased. she's
1: the one but even then i don't think you could because earlier in like like the late mid 2000s sharapova was number 1 like sharapova was number 1 there was other people that were number 1 i would almost say ahead of serena williams
2: at that time yes yeah
0: so like Sharapova had... I'll say sl- early to mid-2000s. I would not say late-2000s. because mid-2000s. She won six Grand Slams in... No, but... but between like, 2007 but, but and like, 2010.
1: Uh, but I don't I don't think she was dominant up until maybe the last five years. Serena? Yeah. No,
2: Serena's been around for the last decade. No, but she's been around, but she like has been dominant. No, she's been dominant for the last decade. You think? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because Sharapova fell off. Uh, Simone Halep fell off. There was like all these other really good tennis female players that kept falling off, but Serena kept being consistent. So was she dominant or was it because the other people fell off? No, she was just clearly much, okay. much better than everyone else. Okay. And that's yeah. why, again, that recency bias comes in, yeah. saying that is the last 15 years, let's say, it's Serena Williams. Well, that stands it does
1: say you think of women's tennis, There's, unless you know women's tennis, there's probably a handful of names you know. Yes. And Here's Serena. Your, Serena Williams is probably number one. Venus Williams probably not, too, because she's Serena's sister. That's probably why you know.
0: And the other thing is that the reason that I picked Serena is she didn't only succeed at singles. Her yeah. and her sister were dominant at doubles.
2: But so was... Her um, and her sister... Whoever she
1: had. Loa is... The, <laughs> they had the long... They had, uh, Literally, Billie, Billie Jean King, who's arguably top five play women's tennis player of all time, yeah. said that she's
0: the best singles, doubles... Mixed doubles player of all time. But I've had, I've seen people say that about Serena though. That's yeah. that's the issue is that I think this one is the closest, and that's why all three of us have a different answer. Yeah. Is because all three of those women were dominant for different reasons and across the board. Yeah. Like, it, it, no one will compete with Serena's serve. Out of those three, she had the most dominant serve of any female tennis player because she serves like a dude. I I can't <laughs> say I've watched too many women's serves to actually be able to comment on that too. Well, no, no, but that's what they say about her. She, because yeah. she has so much power going into her serve. Yeah. Right? Yes,
2: And there's so much movement on that. Right, It's it's yeah. unbelievable.
0: The other two can't compete with that. But then they each have their own thing too. It, it. This is one that I thought was a slam dunk for Serena. And now that I'm hearing what you guys are saying, yeah, I yeah. get what you're saying. I still think Serena is number one. But that's... My opinion, and that's why mm. I love this conversation. By the way, like yeah. all of these conversations, because we're never going to be agree.
1: So here's a stat, just to,
0: to, to <laughs> trying to boost in, his point. To put it <laughs> in awe, like to put it in awe. Put his
1: perspective. She is the only tennis player, male or female, to have. Uh, sorry, yeah, male or female to hold the top spot in both singles and doubles for over two hundred weeks. weeks. Yeah, that's impressive. That's ridiculous. which is what three and a half years
0: almost four because it's 52 weeks in yeah so year. it's
1: almost four years it's of being eight, the number eight weeks
0: uh, uh, of, not, uh, eight weeks off from being of four being
1: years of being number one in singles and doubles it's impressive right which is just you, like, you think about it, you're like and that has to <laughs> like, do with like, the fact that she dominated grass yeah but like it's like like you can't say that all men's no men's number one switches every six months joke yeah. bitch will go number one Federer win a couple. He'll go number one. Djokovic will take a right. break.
0: Federer win yeah. a couple. Like <laughs> it'll, Federer it'll, will it'll take it'll a break. Flops. Djokovic like, win a couple. It's like <laughs> like
1: one, two, and three in the men's switches so many times. Yeah, women's I'm um, it like obviously Serena when she went on the pregnancy and all that kind of stuff it switched, but she she around from one and two and all that kind of stuff
2: going back and forth. I and I think she's still the best. Female tennis player right now, she should be number one. No, but, for sure. But, but, but I, I understand
0: why she's like, not listed no, number yes. one. But
1: holding that top ranking for two hundred weeks yeah. in singles, let alone doubles. Yeah,
0: no,
2: that's fair. Is like unheard of. That's yeah. fair. Her total number one was three hundred and thirty-two weeks, not consecutively. Jesus. But the well, thing like is, that means
0: outside of that, she had a hundred weeks, hundred thirty-two, that she was number one outside of that four-year stretch.
1: Yeah. But she she still might have been two. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm, just,
2: right? I'm just... But Steffi Graf had saying. it at 377, not consecutive. just. <laughs> so, so.
0: What was Billy so, Jean King?
2: Uh, I, I, so, just I just would on like on to point right? this out.
0: This was the only... Again, I'm saying it again. This was the only sport that we actually had a, d- a real debate in. And we all had different answers. But and I don't think, I think you can think go we could wrong see, with any of the answers. I to no. I think all oh. three of those answers are very good answers. Yeah. So, that's... It is what it is. And... We obviously, the three of us, are, may not be the most well-versed in female tennis. No. I don't think that's hard to say. As much as we do our best to stay up to date on all sports, it's almost impossible. As much as we try, and as much as we have at our at our fingertips in this day and age, we, we still can't do it. Um, so the, this list on
1: how they play has Serena Williams as number one. I know. Yeah. And then has Steffi Graf as number two. Yeah, you saw. But then the list that you were on <laughs> and earlier, it was... Navratilova yeah. has number three. It,
2: it's like four <laughs> different lists yeah. have them switched. Like Na- Navratilova
1: has 167 career titles. Serena has 72.
3: I
2: know. I'm
0: aware. I get that. Thank you. Kay. I'm 20, aware of the fact...
1: She has 23 Grand Slams. Yes. Which is more than Navratilova. She
0: has 18. Steffi Graf has 22. 22. Because Serena just with her last slam, she just passed her. Yeah, That's
1: so she, so she's Kepka. She
0: shows up in Grand <laughs> she's Slams, <Kepka>. but <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's useless at other tournaments.
0: By the way, we're not having that conversation <laughs> about who the greatest golfer of all time is. That's just stupid.
2: Let's see, it's not a it's not a question. <laughs> I mean, I put it down just in case. Did you? Yeah, I
1: did. It's 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 Nicholas. It's not a question.
2: No, I said Tiger.
0: Yeah. Well, he wasn't. That's not, not as dominant, though. Thank you. That's my point. We're not having that conversation. We're not talking about <laughs> the
2: greatest golfers of all time. Talking about the most
1: dominant? Most dominant. Nicholas won like 17 straight titles or something like that.
0: And, ladies and gentlemen, this is why we're I we're not said having we a golf conversation. I mean, we can. you
1: like, think about like Tiger, I agree. T- Tiger in his prime, he had Phil right beside him. He did. He was going back and
2: forth. Yep. Nicholas had who? No, he was just. Killing them exactly. Yeah, I know. I agree. Like so,
1: if th- it, like greatest golfer of all time, Tiger is hundred percent up there.
2: But I guess you're
1: top not most them. dominant.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Right. Thank you for the conversation. We weren't supposed to have, <laughs> but we did, and
1: it was brief. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> but it, like, it's one of those. Like again, like it goes back to, you could talk about greatest hockey players of all time. Like there is so many people you could talk about. Most dominant though, wait, Gretzky. Gretzky. Yes. Most dominant soccer,
2: Pellet. Yes. yes.
1: Most dominant golf, Nicholas. Purely amount of titles, consecutive. Yeah. He's literally one of the reasons why golf is still popular today. That's fair. Right? Tiger do. is definitely a part of that legacy, but without Nicholas, Tiger isn't there. Okay.
0: So. I, that's good. Golf's
2: done. Done.
0: <laughs> golf. Golf's done. done. <laughs> all right. See. So we've now gone through all the sports we were going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So now we get the big question. Yeah. And this one is. We will not have the same answers. I'm almost guaranteed of that fact. I would hope not. (laughs) (laughs) Unanimously, it's just (laughs) the same. Hey, you know what? That that would be an interesting thing, though. If if all of us had picked the same, it would be very interesting. Who is the best pure athlete? Body build, how they could compete in multiple sports. Best pure athlete to ever play.
2: Is it the most pure dominant athlete? No. Just doesn't doesn't just have just be all done. around best player.
0: All around all around best athlete, best build, best physical ability.
1: Well, you you know my answer. We already had this conversation at work. I don't know. But I'll Mine's let you go anyway. Bo Jackson. Okay. The fact that you can play three different sports and be a top player in all three of those sports is unheard of.
2: Yeah, easily top ten, top fifteen in right? sports. What was yeah. the
3: third?
1: He played uh football baseball and basketball. basketball, I I can't remember what the other one was. He played three, I know that. In college, right? No, he played professional, I'm pretty sure. He played two professional.
0: He played two professional. He played football and baseball professionally.
1: And then he he played a third in college or something. Yeah, I thought I was going to say, I don't
0: think he played a third professionally. That's why why I was confused when you said third.
1: Yeah, sorry. But even then, being an all-star in two professional sports, Mm -hmm. it's tough. Like, you look at MJ, played basketball, Terrible it. at baseball
0: Not terrible But the he was only, minor The good. only reason
1: He was really on the team He was a minor leaguer Was because he was A, a big name In Binghamton He was, he was a minor leaguer I get that I'm not, I'm not denying yeah. that fact But Think about how hard it is To be a minor leaguer He was a minor leaguer Hitting 190 I'm pretty sure I could hit 190 You couldn't even hit 190 When we played I hit 190 Easily <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah
1: so that's mine, but Bo Jackson purely because like he was also well known in both sports and could play them both Absolutely. very well. Again, I go, I go back to Giannis playing basketball, playing baseball. He hit a baseball. That was hilarious. Like, by the <laughs> <way>. <laughs> it
2: was a mess. That's I think, fair. No, I
0: I I, two- I I understand that. That's a very valid point.
1: And like the fact that like Bo Jackson also he was he's he was a major league hitter. He still hit two fifty while being a dominant NFL running back. Yeah. Like hitting 250 in the MLB. One for four, is, one Yeah, exactly. Like that's no slouch. He had 141 home runs. That's that's not a slouch by any means.
0: he was jacked.
1: Yeah. That's his mind.
0: He made contact and the ball was gone.
1: He had 141 home runs in eight years. <laughs> I know. So what's that average out to? So about
2: it's like 18,
1: 17,
2: 18.
0: Shy of 20. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just so that if you could do the math, that, that's mine. That's fair. I, no, I agree. I, I, Bo Jackson's definitely up there for me. He was one of the guys that I've been talking about since we've started this conversation at yep. work, and I I think he's up there. Not my pick, but definitely a very, very valid choice. Mm-hmm. Dude, you're up. Muhammad Ali. I, oh, he's going, with oh he's going with TJ. He's I going am, with TJ. I, am, I,
2: I actually had this conversation I'm with him. I'm kind of mad that TJ's not here now. No, no. I, I, I think the greatest boxer of all time for sure. Um, I was looking at his stats yesterday. It was one KO loss in his entire career. Yeah, and it was after he came back. Yes. Um, and, and, and I think of him purely because, you know, Sunday night ESPN GOAT specials. It's him. It's usually him. Yeah, fair. Um, and, you know, he didn't have a team. He had himself. He went through every fight. He went through the controversy. Um, yeah, that's kind
0: of... Ready for this? Yeah. Do you know who called him the greatest of all time for the first time? Muhammad Ali? Yeah.
2: Was it Sonny Liston?
0: Kyle, Not Himself? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Do you <wanna laughs> know? That's why we call him the greatest of all time is because he called himself the greatest of and all time. And he lived up to it. He, he did. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But the reason that it that is so prevalent in our minds is because he called himself the greatest of all time. I
1: Still. am the greatest of all time.
0: Right? Him and uh, Jackson. <laughs> Two very different people. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys went. To, I, those are two great answers. I actually have two answers for this, and the reason that I have two, just hear me out on this before I. Okay. We're having a conversation. Relax. Go for it. Go
1: for it. Yeah. Well, you guys give your answer. Oh, by the way, I have two. Just saying. Oh yeah. And then I have a top five. Yeah. Oh, I have a top five. <laughs> oh, I, top five. oh I, I got a top ten too, and those guys are definitely in the top ten. Oh yeah. No 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 problem.
0: Hey Kyle, screw off. <laughs> If we're talking best pure athlete who I think could dominate across multiple sports and do really really well, in my opinion, it's LeBron. And the reason is is that that guy is a freak of nature and he takes care of himself. But if you actually look at how he's built as a human at six eight, he would be an absolute. He is obviously a dominant basketball player. We know that. He could be a, a very very dominant tight end wide receiver combo in the NFL. I think. I think Just he would. I think he would break in the NFL. He's jacked. Like he is built. He could
1: handle a hit. I, I don't think he. I don't think he understands what the NFL would actually do, though. Like some of those safeties, like it, they would go headhunting if they saw LeBron try and go into
0: their game. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm saying had he picked football, right? I'm yeah. s- like this is. This is obviously under the assumption that he picked a different sport, right? I'm not True. saying he can do it now and transition into these sports and do really well. I'm saying his physical build. And how he's actually built as a human being, and the amazing traits that he has, mm-hmm. he could he could have been a very very good tight end in, in the True. NFL. I think he wou- obviously he would probably dominate in volleyball too, just based on his size and this and the speed that he can yeah. get up, hit the ball. He would be phenomenal. I also think he would be a very good center back in soccer. He'd be one of the biggest. But he could dominate aerial threats in the box. He he has the he has the physical ability to run for that long.
1: I I I don't know if he'd be able to keep pace though. He's a he's a fast player. Like, but he he is when you're talking about basketball court. I know, Wait, but when as, you, when as you a center
0: back, you don't need to do the 50, 60 yard runs. As a center back, you're realistically the the longest you have to sprint full out is thirty yards. I guess. And trust me, I know. I played that position for the longest time. You don't have to be the greatest running athlete of all time but as long as you have that quick burst you can dominate strikers yeah and then you put him up in the box for corners and stuff he he would kill people like he would literally eat people alive as a center back in the box for headers counterpoint yeah go ahead uh, this uh, this is what this
1: is about speculation of course you have zero evidence to support any of this which is why of course what we're saying like when i said bo jackson There's proof, right? I agree. Like, you could say Bo Jackson could play soccer as well. He would be a great striker because he's six foot, whatever. I I understand that. understand. it's one of those, if we're talking purely about the best athlete who can, like, if you're talking about multi-sports,
0: it's proven. I I understand what you're saying. And that's why this question is, it's tough because we could play here, we could be speculating all day, and we could come up with different ways that everyone could dominate, right? Yeah. But... If I'm talking just a p- pure physical specimen, LeBron is in the conversation with me. The other yeah. one that I had, and obviously these are both recency bias players, but the other guy who's an absolute freak of nature is Latin. If you actually you think th- about it, he yeah. is a freak. Yeah. That so guy, that guy has night. two black yeah. belts. Yeah, he has over 500 goals in soccer across multiple leagues across mm-hmm. international level. He, he probably could play any sport he wants and still think he's the best to ever play the sport. He's the most arrogant <laughs> player. ever. He's cocky. That's all. I he's guess. the most arrogant player. I mean,
2: ever. Did you not see last night's game? Or, I like, watched pilot?
1: it. I yeah. say I I can't say I paid too much attention. <laughs> to be it, honest,
0: if you have a chance, watch the first goal.
2: Yeah. It was just right ridiculous. Now I'm looking at his uh, fight between him, Vela, and the coach. Yeah,
0: man. But I, as a pure physical specimen, both of those guys are ridiculous. And so they, uh, as pure athletes, yeah. that's, that's what I consider. It's not necessarily what they ha- are able to do. And both of those guys have done phenomenal yeah. things in their game. But pure athlete, in my mind, is the physical specimen that the player is. And both of those guys are absolute freaks of nature who not only take care of themselves, but try to push their bodies to the absolute extreme. Yeah, That's why I put them in that conversation of best pure
1: athlete. So one person that I had no idea was as good at multiple sports is Jim Brown. I had yeah. mentioned him in football. Mm-hmm. He was a five-sport athlete in college. I, I knew that. Yeah, five two, yeah. football, basketball, baseball, lacrosse, and track. Yes, you
2: mm-hmm. mean by track? He
1: had all-American honors. He had all Amer- <laughs> all-American honors in football and lacrosse. Yeah. He is in the lacrosse Hall of Fame, as well as the football. Oh, okay, Hall of I Fame. didn't know that. Yeah. So he is. Um, what is it? He Yeah, he's the best player in the country in both sports. He's a member of the both college and professional football Hall of Fame. Yes, I knew that. And the lacrosse Hall of Fame. So he's quite literally the, the best athlete in both sports, arguably, which I didn't even think of. Like, how many people can you say are in the Hall of Fame of two different sports, let alone also in college?
0: <laughs> that, wow. I I can honestly say I didn't know that. I, he, he, led, he was my... He was my next pick.
1: He led I the country in good. scoring for lacrosse at Syracuse, while also dominating in football.
0: I two had two no two idea. Seasons, thankfully, yes. Thankfully. But like,
1: like if you think about, I had no idea, and I'm sure in track he probably killed it. Oh, for sure. Like I didn't he even think about that like, <laughs> like if if there was <laughs> he honestly, if he probably could have, he probably would have played at least semi pro in probably like basketball and baseball as well. That's crazy. Right? Like, if, if there was enough time in the seasons and no seasons overlapped, he probably could have played both. Yeah. He probably could have played four sports if he really wanted to. Like, there's no real, like, professional track, I guess. At, probably not at that point, really, other than the Olympics, right?
0: Yeah. He well, definitely. I mean, they have the world championship circuit and everything, but yeah. just but like, like Andre DeGrasse is currently trying to dominate and he's not doing very well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, like, it's one of those, like, I had no idea, but, like... So,
0: are you changing your answers? Is what you're saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, well, no, because like I'm to, on the list. I'm on is like Jim Brown's number one, but then Bo Jackson's number two. So like, Fair. I'm okay with having the number two answer. <laughs> I'm okay with that. But it's one of those. Like, I I had no idea. Like, you don't when people talk about him, you don't think about that until you actually look at his stats.
0: No, they uh, When people talk about him, they talk about him as a football player. Yeah, and we. That's why he dominated football is because he was so smart and could do all this other stuff, I guess. I, we never realized it.
1: Yeah, and it's just one of those just like, you don't even think about it. Like, like Bo Jackson, if he didn't have injuries, he may well have been a Hall of Famer in baseball as well. Absolutely. Right? He He's a Hall of Famer in... is he? He's a Hall of Famer, isn't he? In football? I don't think he is. Did he not get in? I don't think so. I'll Actually, I, he, he might not be because I, I think he was injury... Yeah, because he only played.
0: Didn't he only play nine years or something? Something like that. But like,
1: he he if without injuries, he very well could have been a a Hall of Famer in both sports. But to think about it,
2: in the college Hall of Fame,
1: yeah. Mm. Like to think about it, Jim Brown is in two sports, and college.
2: It's insane. That's crazy. Like, are you changing your answer here? (laughs) He's really debating it. it. (laughs) (laughs) You can see it in in his eyes.
1: Very much debating it.
2: You, d- I mean, I don't think anyone can fault you for those being one and two. No, for you. Yeah. No, and I mean, Nick gets two picks, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> he has a whole <laughs> top ten list. <laughs> Guys, I still think LeBron's my number one. I was just saying last time because I, I realized that late, and I'm like, the man's a beast. I might want to bring that into what the conversation. What about Jim Thorpe? Jim Thorpe's a good call too. Like
1: he's way yeah. before like any of our time and stuff like that, but. He won a gold medal in the Olympics.
0: In what again?
2: Was uh, he a runner? Uh, no, swimmer.
1: Pentathlon oh or and decathlon. God, <laughs> um, that sucks. He won an eight out of fifteen individual events of that pentathlon or whatever it was.
0: Pentec I'm
1: pretty sure it's pentathlon, and then a t- and a decathlon. I don't
0: know. Pentathlon. He was a
1: <laughs> track and field star. Obviously. He he played professional (laughs) baseball. Yes. Uh, He even won a ballroom
2: dancing contest.
0: Well, I mean, there you go. He wins. He's obviously the best. He won a ballroom dancing contest, gentlemen. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I don't think that's possible. I mean, for Zlatan, but nobody else. Like, let
1: alone he was also a star in football. Yeah. Right?
2: But he was stripped of his gold medals, eh? Was he? Yeah. He violated (sighs) amateur rules by being paid to play in minor league baseball. Oh, that's stupid. Oh, okay. That's so, not even so the same still, sport. He still has a gold medal. He does, but they stripped the medal that he won Who in 1920.
0: I'm just he saying. Does, I'm just he saying. He doesn't get credit for it. No, he won that yeah, gold medal. Yeah, but he medal. still has
1: this. He has the 1912 one in the Summer yeah. Olympics. No, uh, that one counts. Yeah.
2: but she's looking at that one.
0: That's stupid. So
1: I think it's dumb. So he's a professional baseball player, Olympic gold medal, and he's an
2: All American football player. <laughs>
0: All American.
2: He's also the first Native American American to win a medal. Yeah.
0: That's a tongue twister. He First played, Native American American.
1: He played four <laughs> positions in football running back, defensive back, place kicker, and punter. <sighs> Hell yeah,
0: place kicker. He's my choice. <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: he's a kicker and a punter as well, on top of playing running back and defensive yeah, back. Yeah, because they
0: couldn't afford to hire him. They and literally
1: a couldn't take him off the field. <laughs> field goal team. Okay, I'm on.
0: Coach, <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> We're punting. Why? Okay, I'm still on. Because I said so. <laughs>
1: Offense. I'm on. Defense. Yeah, I'll stay out.
0: Hey coach, I'm gonna take one playoff. Of like, one, you can pick which play. I don't care which one you pick, just not one of the kicking ones. <laughs> just <like> <laughs> <laughs> not um, anything
1: near the end zone. Like <laughs> I should have done way more research because I may have changed my answer before this. But like, they have number f- number four as Muhammad Ali. Yeah,
0: I I I totally agree with you guys that mm. those guys are up there. I was We're talking about pure. I was playing two. I was playing a different game apparently. But they have number five as Michael, Michael Jordan. I know. In terms of pure,
1: yeah. Pele. Pele is number six. Yeah. I actually asked my Dion dad. Deion Sanders, I I think, the underrated. should have been least, like top ten for sure. Yes.
0: Underrated Deion. Babe. The babe. He, I would not put him in the conversation of best pure athlete. He, no. he was not an athlete. He was a beast of an individual.
1: Babe Dickerson Zaharias. Greatest female athlete of all time.
2: Yes, I read that somewhere.
1: Standout basketball player, Olympic gold medalist, track athlete, and a
0: champion golfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for her. Mm. Can she teach me how to golf cuz I still haven't figured that out very well. Yeah. I'm uh yeah. Mm-hmm. I
1: I probably could use some help too. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all yeah, could. Yeah, so like
0: <laughs> I We got to get you out on the course at some point.
2: Uh I had clubs and then <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 like <laughs> okay, <so laughs> what <I> a <laughs> statement. <laughs> I had clubs, <laughs> and what does that have to—what do? does that have to do with getting is, you out on the court? Is there a I follow-up so statement to that? I my clubs. Oh, okay.
0: What, I had what them hand do? You, are you right or left? Right. It? Okay. I can mean, just that come that play. Can you can just come play with us. We all play.
2: I had them sitting in my closet for two years, and I went—I haven't played in so I'm long. I'm sure Josh has an extra set.
1: Are is gonna still TJs for a round? Like, it's That's true. a deal. <laughs> we'll
2: get you up. All right.
1: So, to answer your question, if I'm changing, yes, I'm changing to Jim Brown. That's fair. That's fine. Yeah. I don't think the thing is there's there's no <laughs> right answer here. Bo Jackson's still my number 2.
0: But Jim Brown's well, number fine. 1. And the g- thing is like I agree. Yeah. Like I do think everyone that we've said could be the greatest pure athlete of all time. Mm-hmm. And that's the best part about these conversations is that no. there's no right answer. And no. I'm we're going to put it out and ask everybody and see what everyone says, but there is no right answer. No. And that's that's amazing.
1: In in people's minds, there is yeah, but and that's like fine.
2: But th- but again, that's the sport that they're used to seeing or yeah. what they've grown up watching. Like I asked my dad the same question: best soccer player of all time or greatest Pele? Overall, Pele, just yeah. because that's that's where he grew up. He grew up watching soccer, and that yeah. was that was his time.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Like we ask guys at work, like the Walter Payton thing came from one of our coworkers. Yeah, right. It, and then I'm like, well, yeah. Right, we have recency bias because, first of all, A, we weren't born watching those guys. Yeah, We weren't around. But you see all these guys now, and they have all the social media and everything going their way, so they, they become bigger names. Of course. And that's that's a problem when you want to have these conversations because you have to kind of throw all of that out. It's a problem with today's society. <laughs> that's a whole other issue. We're not talking about society. We're talking about sports. <laughs> but you, you kind of have to throw all of the social media buzz and all of that stuff out when you have this conversation because I'm sorry Bo Jackson didn't have uh, social media pushing him through you didn't have 18 different people retweeting a thing about him every second of the day like you do with when Ronaldo does a score yeah I know you don't get that when you look back at Pele you don't get that when you look back at Jim Brown. Yeah, it's not a thing.
1: Like, I, I wish I could get his highlights from like lacrosse and college and all that kind of stuff and see.
0: Like, I'm shu- I'm sure we could
1: find something. You should. You I'm sure we find could. it. But like, how dominant he truly was. Like that, I, I would love to see. That's like, crazy. It is unbelievable. Yeah.
0: And
2: I'm sure the archives of that college would have. Oh, I'm sure somewhere. But his name's probably listed all over
1: the place. Yeah. Right. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> hey, look at that. Oh. I found it. Oh. <laughs> Jim
0: Brown Lacrosse Highlights. That was real easy. There's like 18 videos.
1: Of course there is. It's probably all the same video, just 18 different people posting it. They've this is names. College
0: Lacrosse, a Jim Brown ESPN short.
1: Mm. Oh, of course they covered it. Yeah. It's ESPN. They well, like it, it was a Jim Brown
0: short. Like oh, you okay. get it. It just <clears throat> was funded by ESPN. Um, but yeah, you can watch a whole bunch of them. Uh, it's crazy though like it, these players didn't have their name out there as much as current no. days and uh, we have to throw that out and we want to hear your opinion everybody so if you get a chance please make sure you comment on uh, our uh, Twitter poll Yep. we're gonna put we'll put Jim Brown we'll put Bo Jackson we'll put Muhammad Ali and then we'll put comments below uh, as oh if you don't want to put LeBron up there well there's only four spots
2: there's three have one more
0: Jim Brown, Bo Jackson, Muhammad Ali, and then comment below. Oh. Right, just because I, I I agree with you guys. That's yeah. the thing. I I was playing more of a devil's advocate on this question, and I said mm-hmm. that when we started. I I do think LeBron is a great pure athlete, but those guys were dominant. I just kind of knew you guys were going to give those answers yeah. already. So it makes it makes it easier for me to say, okay, I'm going to go off the board and say these guys because of just pure physical specimen. I want to hear what other people have to say. Yeah. I, I think that. I think this conversation can continue. And we can we yeah. can do this we can do this conversation every year. Yeah. And we might have different answers in a year's time just based off what happens. Mm-hmm. We can do this 10 years from now. We're going to have different answers. Mm-hmm. We can do it 20 years from now. We're probably going to have different answers. Well, it's, it's amazing.
1: And I love what Irfan said. It's like, it depends on who you ask. Exactly. No matter if you ask a different generation, each person's going to have a different name. They're going to have a different name of who's dominant in their generation, who was this, who transitions of all time, yeah. whatever it may be. And we, and we tried our best yeah. to
0: be open to all generations yeah. we really did but a lot of our answers were in the last 30 years last 40 years
1: yeah and i think i think a lot i think we tried to steer away from today's athletes a lot though which P- is fine and i think purely was, because like most of them haven't they haven't enough. finished their career yeah. right? exactly They're, they may not be known as the greatest of all time yet yeah, exactly they have the, like mike trout has the potential it to could, be known as he's, one he's of he's the greatest way, yeah. if he's not on not the way the greatest of all time he's on the way yeah LeBron James has his yeah. LeBron James hasn't finished yet, but he's known as one of the greatest of all time. He's working on becoming the greatest of all time. And I'm right? sure
2: when he finishes his career, we're going to have that conversation where it's like, okay, he's done. Let's look at his accolades, look at everything that's like, like, absolutely damn, you exactly. know what. Absolutely, he's absolutely. up absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you need a couple of years to let it. And it's that's like, the yeah. same
0: thing with Messi and Ronaldo. I think everyone is trying to is trying to force them to be considered the greatest of all time. Let them finish. Let them yeah. play.
2: Enjoy it. They are the best players in today's. Absolutely, Standage, yes. But it let them, but let them finish. Let exactly. them finish. Enjoy watching
0: these two guys play.
1: It, it's like again, hockey. Ovechkin, he is great. We know he's great, but we don't know how far, how much more he's got, right? I, who, I also, who, who knows? He may have four more years of sixty goals, and all of a sudden, he, oh, he passed Gretzky. That's what I'm saying,
0: right? Let's say the other one that in hockey today, well, two. You got Crosby. Where does where no, but. I'm just, I'm just saying. Where does he end up on the list when, when all is said and done? McDavid, where does he end up on the list when all is said and done? Right? Those are two dominant athletes right now in hockey. I would say Crosby's taking a step back, to be honest. I agree, but he's he can still take over a game and for him, sure, right? That's but what I, I'm saying. But I, we I, don't I, know where those two are going to end up mm-hmm. though, because they're still playing. We don't have that answer mm-hmm. yet. It, like Crosby comes back
1: to like like a Bo Jackson type of thing. If injuries weren't a thing, where would he
0: be? I agree. Right? But, th- mm-hmm. but that's what I'm saying we, Like, if you should just enjoy but then
2: you can ask that question about Mario Lemieux agree is if he's healthy and he doesn't and play 915 games and, 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 and where does he end up on I agree, I agree with
0: that and Bobby Orr I,
2: I, Bobby Orr as well
1: I, I know that's what I'm saying but like you, you still think that Bobby Orr is one of the greatest of all time
0: Absolutely. but if his injuries where would he be Oh, mm-hmm. right? I I totally agree I'm just yeah. saying like, in the grand scheme of things these guys are still playing let's enjoy it yeah. forget about trying to make them trying to dub them the greatest of all time just enjoy it yeah. watch them Taking I mean, every chance like that you we said, can I think
2: it'd be really interesting in ten years to have this conversation again. Yeah. Once these players are out of the league and you're Absolutely. like, okay, there's a new wave of players, how have they changed? But how yeah. if and then
1: look, look at the stats and stuff too, yeah. right? Not just personal opinion where it's well, I watched this guy since I was a kid and he was the greatest of all time. No. Yeah, look at look at the stats, compare them. Like obviously two different eras or whatever it may be, but if we're talking about purely dominant, it should be a fairly easy question to answer. Should be.
0: I agree. Hmm. The fun thing is, too, I guarantee if we went around and asked who our favorite players were in hockey, none of them would necessarily be on that greatest oh, player no. of all time list. <laughs> Not even close. Right? Like, yeah. Who was your favorite player to watch growing up? Growing up, Darcy Tucker. There you
2: go. Matt there you
0: go. Joe Sakic. Right? None of those guys are going to ever be considered the greatest athlete in hockey. None of them are going to be the greatest no. player in hockey. But we enjoyed watching them. Mine was just the Darcy Tucker versus Ottawa. That was the greatest... <laughs> But now there are farms. Ever. The farm system for Toronto, right? No, yeah. no, no. The post, the, the post career. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just like like that just was transferring place. That was
1: the greatest thing ever. Watching him skate from one end of the ice
0: Just to go crush,
1: crush somebody on the other side of the ice. No penalty, no charging, no nothing. But like he would chip in a goal here and there. Like he had the one great season where he was playing with and put in like thirty goals. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. Oh no! Now he's gonna go fight, and he's gonna go like, take some guy out. Like that was like, I agree. And you're, like, you're, you're never gonna think of him as a great player. No,
0: but he was fun to watch. But we, but we enjoyed watching those yeah. guys, right? And it's uh, that's very, the crazy thing about yeah. mm. like most of the time you wanna you wanna cheer for the best player, and that's why everyone likes Mike Trout because a there's no controversy around Mike Trout. Mike Trout is who he is, and he will never there, there will never be anyone complaining that oh he's probably on steroids or oh he did this or oh he. beat... Somebody, I don't think Mike Trill will ever have that. I pray he doesn't. Yeah, hopefully not. Right? Yeah, right. Because not. he's he is just a fun person to watch, and he also has like a great personality off of the baseball field. Oh yeah. So he's one of those athletes that you want to watch. Ken Griffey was the same way. Mm-hmm. He was uh, he was iconic. So everyone wants to cheer for them, but n- they're not everyone's favorite player. No, right? And that's fine. And that that makes these conversations fun too, because everyone has a different. View on the game yeah. and I would, why.
1: Like, like I would say, like Adrian Peterson when he was in the first league, everybody was in awe. Absolutely. Right? Oh, he's uh, rushing for two thousand yards. Oh, he's, he's the d- most dominant running back. Like he was Absolutely. huge. And then all of a sudden, he got some controversy later on in his year, which kind of jaded what he had. Man, he got but like suspended, didn't he? yeah. <laughs> but like when in early in his career, he was just fun to watch. Absolutely. Like if if See, you uh, if, if Chris if you Johnson were, was the same way, if you were playing him, you hated to play him because you you knew he was torture. going yeah. he was going for one thirty minimum.
0: Like you knew that. Uh, Mike Vick bring, ring any bells? <laughs> yeah. Well, until his controversy, same, he know, was fun the the to watch. Same way, yeah. right? And that's that's the great thing about sport is that we can have those kind of guys, yeah. right? And yeah. they can dominate, and we can have players mm-hmm. dominate a year. Oh yeah. Right. And yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, they're they're gonna be the next big thing." Like that, as, as I said, Billy Hamilton, when he came up, batted 350 and had three stolen bases in 15 games. Yeah. Edwin, everyone's like, "Oh, he's gonna be the next guy."
1: Edwin Diaz is the closer He yeah. had like a 180 ERA last year. He's at 540 this year. Yeah,
0: like. Right. And you gotta you gotta take. <laughs> right? have gotta wait till they're done. Right, that's why we gotta wait until you're and done. That's why everyone with the Jays is all like, "Oh, well Vlad's struggling this year." Yeah, but he's playing in the majors for the first, first time. And he's 20. <laughs> Give him time. Give him a year. Give him two. Give, yeah, like, he'll be fine. I was just having this conversation with my dad. The Jays look f- set three years from now. They have a very good they team. Need, they need very good good future. So all sorry. Uh, sorry, fielding and batting, yeah. they're set. Uh, I mean, well, no, but, but if you, you, you
2: look at the future that they have, and then we're going back to the Jays here, but
0: it's
1: a bright future. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. I, I definitely think Gotta I, let them play, though. The, the one thing is they need another outfield prospect because I don't think they're set there. They have no center fielder.
0: Te-Oscar, uh, Teoscar has taken over and Te-Oscar has done very Oscar very well. It should be a DH at best. Okay. But he's played well so far this year yeah. as a center fielder. I'll will g- if that is the case, we might not have our best center fielder ever. But he's competent. Yeah. Sure. Agree. Sure. Yes, they could use yeah. another outfield prospect. I'm yeah. not saying that they can't. I'm just saying
1: P- pitching. You can always need more, the of more course. the merrier, right? But it's one on those.
0: Too. You <laughs> I did say that. What I was having that conversation with my father, and I oh. literally said, "The Jays need pitching," and that's really the only glaring hole. They, they have
1: two main prospects right now, Pardino and Pearson, for pitching.
0: You've given up on Sean Reed fully. Yes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Because everyone else hasn't. He's 24 and he has a 4.5 ERA in Triple H. I'm just saying. Mm, I'm just saying. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) sidetrack. But, like, there's definitely a bright future for sure, but there's always pieces that can be needed, right? And it's one of those, they're fun to watch, though, sometimes. But most of the time they're not because <laughs> they're getting blown out.
0: <laughs> but that's right now. They also don't have all of the prospects up. They don't have the team that they're gonna have three years from now, and that's fine. And it's they're they're figuring it out. They're all young. Like, like last night they were Jansen's fun. To, last night they were fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. But like Jansen's in his second year? Or is it just, is this technically his technically rookie year? his rookie year, I believe. Okay. Yeah. So Jansen's in his rookie year. Mm-hmm. Vladdy's in his rookie year. Biggio's in his rookie year. Lourdes is in his second year. Yep. Right? Second professional. Second right. professional league. Rowdy's in his second professional year. Who's in the minors now? But he's he will be with the team, Mm -hmm. right? That's five of your position players right there. Doesn't doesn't even count Bichette, who hasn't played in the majors yet. Doesn't and then the other three, you're gonna fill in with Teoscar, Grichuk, and then we don't know who the. Oh, then you got got Kevin Kevin Smith. Smith You got all all these options, right? These guys, they have six to seven – well, they have seven players technically that have played less than three seasons in yeah, the MLB. L- let Give them time. time. Let alone
1: who they get at the trade deadline too, I mean, which is coming up in a week and a half. Yeah.
0: So. Right, and we'll, I'm sure we'll have a Stroman story next week. I would assume so. Either way. S- especially
1: after the start last night? <laughs> <laughs> Zero run, seven innings pitched? Well, I mean yeah, – That'll help you case. I mean, you got
0: to kind of take it with a grain of salt because it was the Tigers.
1: But still, he was. Like, it was they, uh, they've been brutal this uh, year. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> but they they've, they
0: they've made the Jays look like world. They, they still have
1: pieces though that could that can hurt you. This is true, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's no MLB team that really is a, a, a give up, and you're not going to win a game no matter what. My I laughed
0: though. I saw a video yesterday. They showed two pitches back to back from Stroman, two totally different release angles, two oh, yeah. totally different speeds. It was like, but the same strikes. pitch. It was the same pitch. No, No, no. <laughs> Two totally different pitches. He just oh, really? he released one, like here, and the other one comes up over the top, and you're like, both were strikes. Yeah, but, but then one was slow. One was his stromo yeah. thing where he does that stupid yeah. slow mo up and then down, and yeah. then he. Oh, it's like, oh my god! Like, how do you, how do you remember how to do all that yeah. at, at all these different arm angles, at all these different but speeds? The, the the best thing I like, he just has fun. Like oh, I, he, he loves it. He so genuinely he loves, loves, loves to play, and that's why, I, I don't want him to go because I love watching him play. Yeah. I think he has to go for himself.
1: Oh, it's one of those like Roy Holiday. Like you loved watching him pitch, but you wanted him to go win a championship, and yeah. he wasn't going to win it here. Send him somewhere else. Yeah. Right. He went to Philly.
0: Didn't win a championship. Didn't win it, but he got but pretty damn close. He got close.
1: Right. Yeah. Like anyway. there's certain like Sundin. We he wasn't going to win it here, but we wanted him to go somewhere else. That's a whole different story because that's kind of yeah, we a rough. Should have traded rough, him. Did technically, but he said no, and it's a whole different story. Yes, but we should have
0: actually <laughs> traded <him. laughs> We
1: Couldn't because he had he had a, no, no trade clause. <laughs> no, but, but like that, that that out. trade was Kessler and a first-round pick coming back to, to going to no, Vancouver. We,
0: we should have figured out a way to trade him to a team that could win the cup. Well, we oh, he should have. He said
1: out he didn't out. want to leave, and then all of a sudden in the offseason he goes and signs to Vancouver. Funny how that works. Yeah. But. Either way, we got off topic.
2: Well, the point being, we got to let these players finish exactly. their careers. Thank exactly. you, Irfan. <laughs> finish their careers. Bring us back, buddy. Thank exactly. You.
0: It's It'll be fun. And I, I hope, we'll, maybe not in a podcast setting, but I hope we can, us as a group, yes. have this conversation. For sure. 10, For sure. years down the road. For sure.
2: And I think I'd also like to have the most dominant team or greatest team of all time conversation as well. Well, sometime. we have
0: a long summer. So, so there you go. <laughs> and as much as baseball is fun to talk about... After about the third week of just talking baseball, we're going to be bored out of our minds. Yep. So, we'll we'll, we'll have these kind of conversations yep. throughout the summer, which yep, is sure. nice. And we'll have people c- join in. Hopefully, we can maybe pull our dads in every once in a while mm-hmm. to get their opinions on these kind of things. We can pull TJ, who's a little bit younger than us, right? It, which, even though it's three years, it is he did grow up diff- uh, with a different mindset on sports. Yep. Yep. Um, we can have people call in, like our coworker Ryan, who's a little bit older than us—not as old as our parents, but a little bit older than us. Uh, just Wait. a different generation. Mm-hmm. And you date him is that what you are trying to do. You trying to no, I'm just, expose you him for being I'm just old trying to give know. him an honest opinion. Hey, the, the only reason he's not on now is because he had to watch two kids. True. What does that say? <laughs> father, too yeah. committed father. Committed father, mm-hmm. but older than us. <laughs> That—that that was my statement. The statement doesn't change. It's still right. <laughs> Hey, shout out to Ryan We appreciate you buddy We miss you We wish you could have been on the show Because we think I think he would have had Some great conversations
1: <laughs> Just you know I know did, shut up he, no, <laughs> he did not die He did not die <laughs> Although we were pointing up He did not die I was actually pointing out But I think it was you That pointed
3: out
0: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways I think we should wrap this one up I think we're a little bit over time <laughs> Well this one wasn't An hour long oh, episode okay. We knew it wasn't Going to be an hour long episode There was too many sports That we had to talk about Yeah and Knowing us, we knew we were going to get sidetracked. Um, Thank you guys for joining me on this. I think this was a great one. Uh, We we can do these all the time now that we know how to. (laughs) True. um, Next week, we will talk NBA. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we'll figure it out. I won't be here. I know you won't be here. You can always call in. It's fine.
1: (laughs) It depends what time we do it. (laughs) I may not be competent
0: enough to (laughs) call in. You'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're g- we're going to go back to normal time. Um, we'll talk NBA, playoffs, free agency, all that fun stuff. Um, we'll talk MLB, I'm assuming, because the trade deadline is. Yeah, it'll be right around that time. When yeah. is the trade deadline? 31st. So that's. It's not next. It's not. Yeah, no, next it's next. Tuesday. Less than two weeks. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Because yeah. today's the 21st. About 11
1: days. Today's 20th. Mm-hmm.
0: It's next Wednesday or Thursday. Next I think. Wednesday. Next Wednesday. No, the next, next, week. Yes. Yeah. 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 Whatever. The Wednesday after the next episode. So yeah. <laughs> that was unnecessary. We shouldn't have done that. Anyways, we um, with life. We'll we'll talk about some trades that are rumored, trades that have happened, all that fun stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then whatever else we decide that we want to talk about. Sure. Yep. Soccer preseason. We could it's still transfer market. There's still big rumors going around. So we'll, t- we'll talk a lot of fun stuff. Uh, c- keep going. Keep everybody entertained. Hopefully you enjoyed this one. Please, again, leave your comments on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We'd love to hear from you who you think the greatest athlete of all time is. Uh, you can do sports. You can do overall. Please let us know. We're, yep. we're very interested. Uh, and hopefully we can keep this conversation going. Anyways, for the two boys here, I want to thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.